What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Dope As Usual podcast. I'm your host, Dope As Yola, Thomas, whatever you want to call me. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode. I think this is episode 10. We're officially 10 episodes in. Guys, thank you so fucking much. We just hit 60K on our YouTube for this channel. It's it's picking up. Thank you guys so much for supporting the Apple Podcast, um, Spotify, everything, all the platforms. Appreciate you guys. And another big, cool piece of news, our Clips channel just got monetized. I never thought we'd get monetized on any type of fucking anything. Thank you guys so much for supporting, for following. We hit 10K on that. It's just, it's cool to see it actually work. When me and Marty first started, it's like, I really hope it goes how we want. And it's actually starting to work. So thank you guys for the support. Um, uh, let's get right into this, guys. Today, obviously, is a solo podcast. The last solo one we did was three hours long. I only planned on it to be an hour. I just kept fucking ranting. I don't even remember what we talked about until we watched the shit. That's that's what happens in these podcasts. So if you're at home, if you're a new fan especially, sorry. You get used to the ranting because it's not going away unless... No, there's nothing. There's nothing that's going to stop that. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Marty, how you doing? I'm feeling amazing. We just did a nice vlog video. We We're did. putting the podcast... We dawned on us that we hadn't even put out a podcast video on the dope Zola channel so yes so we filmed a vlog today guys and a little piece of information marty murdered something today his guys, face guys listen i've been a vegetarian head. since i was like he 20 okay murdered we need to throw it. that out there first he killed it <laughs> it wasn't his fault so marty was flying the drone and i was like yo it looks kind of dangerous aren't those blades scary he goes eh, i think you're okay so we're doing this shot, guys. Real quick, before we even get into the podcast, we're doing this shot, and Mario just gracefully, no, you know, on, sends you it up. Scene. First of all, we're in like paradise, basically. We're yes. on the top of Beverly. We're on the top of the highest point of Beverly Hills. Hills. There's trippy labyrinth-style statues everywhere. Scary statues everywhere. We're at the super, super balling-ass house because of the ad agency we signed to, Notorious. They have a house just for content, and it's it's like a $60 million house. I'm going to say 60 plus, but their backyard is a park. Kind of like, uh, what was it? Richie rich with Macaulay Culkin. Yes. It's like, that's not a park. That's my backyard. So that's pretty much what happened. And as Marty is driving and uh, flying this drone off, so we're going to get a shot. Remember, it's like a paradise. There's pretty ass butterflies and like birds flying around. It's, it's like some snow white shit. And Marty just goes up with the drone and shred cuts this nice ass huge butterfly in half. <laughs> That's the top of this house. Holy It's so It's such a nice butterfly. Marty went up with the drone and it fucking Randy Johnson. It cut him in half. No. No in half and i couldn't kill it it was still flopping oh around so i had to make God. marty kill it i felt too bad no you felt all amazing you're like kill it no kill i it. wanted you to kill it because it was flopping like that shit hurt its oh, wings are in half man. so marty murdered 
the, the fate, Arik, the fate Arik. of the earth. That's Neon what that was. Blue and purple it was butterfly. such a nice looking butterfly, and it was just split in half. I'm probably gonna get an invoice for that from the property. Oh, could you, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Those are big ass butterflies, <laughs> though. But yes, that's what we did, guys. Uh, the Dope Yola channel. We haven't even really talked about the podcast, and that's my biggest platform. <laughs> it just goes to show we're dedicated to working on this shit and i forgot like yo you have a really big outlet use it i forgot i just straight up forgot because we've been so busy so yes we did a vlog today showing you what goes into the podcast day so some of this right now that you're watching might be in the episode on dope Ziola. so guys i just want to start off by saying yes marty's a murderer and uh he texted me yesterday he just went yeah yeah i'm a murderer he texted me yesterday <laughs> says i feel like killing something so i don't think it was on accident no fucking butterflies look at me wrong while we're filming because i don't know what i'll do <laughs> marty's a monster no it was sad i was sad that was a nice ass butterfly so we started off this podcast talking about death um and butterflies which is fucking ridiculous let me light one of these motherfucking joints um before we even get into this i want like i don't really get into this kind of stuff i don't talk about the news too often but i've been seeing so much of this and i am shocked i i didn't know this kind of shit still goes on and it's just starting i know you can see the notes marty i know you see what's coming up next yo there's a there's asian hate crimes going on dude did you know this marty I mean, I live in one of the biggest Asian places in America. I yeah, but like, if you but punch an Asian guy down there, you get swarmed by everybody. Uh -huh. They're punching fools in random. Well, Frisco. Frisco has a lot of Asian people, too. But, yo, what is going on? When the fuck did that start? Uh, man, it's, it's got to be COVID related. It's like how it has to be. Arabians it has to be, dude, yeah. because it makes no sense. Like, you're, do you know what I saw, I saw today that, like, just maybe that's why I was pissed off this morning. I saw a video of some dude. I think it was in Frisco. Walks by and just pops this old Asian woman. Pops her on the ground. Starts beating the shit out of her. Two big ass dudes standing in the building that the cameras are in. They just go and close the door. Bro, they didn't even try to help this woman. She's just laid out. He went, closed the door. I couldn't believe it, Marty. I'll show you the video. It's, it's really, really fucking sad. Yeah. It's really fucking sad, dude. You could tell that... She just got her ass whooped. Not even just get her ass whooped. Guy or girl, anybody. Just close the door. Didn't even try to like, are you okay? Nothing. It was very, very fucked up. And that's not even the worst. What was it? I think it was Atlanta, right? Guy walked into the fucking Asian salon Man. and blew hella people yeah. away. Apparently. Shit. I don't, the fuck is I don't going know. on, man? I mean... What was really fucked up is that I thought to myself, I'm like, well, at least with COVID, there's no more mass shootings going on. Like, at least all no, the mass shooters back, took man. a break. It's back. But uh, apparently that's not the case anymore. I don't so, know. I mean, you're going to get, anytime that something happens, the most ignorant of us are going to generalize and categorize and all that. But it's just weird. It's like after fucking World War II and they came back, all oh, your Japanese put you in. You know that Japanese internment camp is in Merced, California, Marty? <laughs> that's where I smoke weed at. During the carnival, you guys got all like Justin May said, just the top highlights of everything. Bro, our whole, league, you know, yeah, our whole uh, swap meet on Saturdays, all the horse stables and everything used to be the internment camp. So we, uh, oh, back God. to that. I was in the ninth grade, and I'm polite. I'm real polite. So even if I don't give a fuck, if no one else is listening, I'll pretend to listen because I don't want you to feel stupid. Two uh, prison ex prisoners in the POW camp from uh, Japanese people. And it came to our our class and Merced and told everybody, everybody was so fucking rude. I just had to like 
trying my best to sit there and listen because you could tell these old Japanese people were like, they don't give a fuck. I could see it on their face that they looked at us like, yep, see, that's it right there. Merced, yeah, detention facility of the Japanese in the 40s, dude. Isn't that crazy as fuck? Look at in jail in modern America. Fuck out of here. That's crazy. But yeah, that happened to Merced. That's, that's Merced. That's isn't, wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. We had, when 9-11 happened, they came and did like an FBI raid of some of the Yemenese people in my town. Really? Yeah, it was a pretty, like one of my best friends' cousins went down over it. We were they doing something bad? They were tied to Al-Qaeda. Oh, shit, I thought you meant they were just doing it because they're color. No, like they, allegedly, I have no idea. I know that, I mean, we never, I never heard about any of these fools again, but they were allegedly going back and forth to some training camps or whatever, but. That's uh, so a lot different than this. I, That's sad. The whole America just said, yo, 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 we're not. And they didn't give them their property back. Mm. Can you imagine that right now? Say you're whatever color you are. And the government says, no, we went to war with you kind of guys. They're putting you in jail until we figure out who's a spy. Also, all the businesses you have gone. All the land, ours. And then after everybody was like, no, 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 you're good. Turns out you weren't a spy. <laughs> but we're going to keep your shit. That's what happened. It's the American way. It's American way. They just stole. They stole Texas. They stole the whole thing. They stole the whole fucking state, man. They stole that whole state. So motherfuckers over there, get out of my country. That's not even your fucking country. Let's just start off with that. Um, so yeah, there's Asian hate crimes going on, man. I can't. I've been seeing people and stop Asian hate, motherfuckers. Stand up. Don't be just tagging shit. I hate when motherfuckers do that shit. Get up. Go stop it. If man, you see it, somebody being a dick, stop it. I, see, I I never got those vibes towards Asian people. I've never even knew at all. Like, Since when do the the quietest ethnicity group in America, the ones that keep to themselves the most, start getting punched in the face? You ever been to Irvine? Yo, uh, my my homie lives in Garden Grove, and it's the biggest like biggest uh, population of Vietnamese people out of Vietnam. Yeah, and it is fucking crazy to see a whole town. I'm the only one that's brown. Or shit like that. It's it's very like, oh shit. There's I'm not cultured. <laughs> I am ignorant. When my daughter went to elementary school in Irvine, she was like the minority. You know, because she's white. Because there's so many Asian kids there, which yeah. was fine with me. I was totally. Yeah, it's just it's just a whole different feel. Like, huh? Okay. Well, no one's belittling me. So why the fuck are we doing it to them? I remember in Merced. I think it was Laotian people, 200,000 uh, refugees got dropped off in Merced County. And that's the year I had hella Asian homies. <laughs> Man, I think I've told you these stories. They actually saved my life when I was about 19, being friends with those guys as elementary kids. I almost got, I thought I was going to get murdered by these Asian crips. <laughs> You're blowing my mind with this Asian, Asian gang shit. Marty doesn't really have, there's not there. really Asian people in Buffalo. And when I told Marty there's Asian gangs, he goes, what do you mean gangs? I go, you don't have Asian gangbangers in fucking New York. What do you mean, gangs? I told Marty, the scariest people for me, gangbanger-wise, are Asian dudes. Me growing up, like, no, 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 no. You don't fight the Asian gangbangers that are ball-headed with just bangs and they flip them back. That means mm. I got an Uzi. <laughs> I don't fuck with. That's the only Asian gangbanger you ever seen? Right here. Rush hour? Gentile. Gentile. <laughs> he was scary, man. Yeah. He was scary. No, um... I used to play uh, Street Fighter at the Boys and Girls Club, and there was this tall Asian crip kid, and he had no uh, 
no hair but the front bangs and he would comb them back and i remember i was losing i was trying to beat guile and he's like let me try your next round and he beat him for me and i took over you know what i mean like it was cool it was and he got fucking merged i remember he got killed and um my friend lou i hung out with this kid lou one of I don't know, dude. I don't see how you could just hate on somebody because they're eight. What the fuck is happening? Yo, you start a coronavirus. You're in America. Motherfucker, that shit didn't start here or did it? I don't fucking know. But people taking it out on Asian people because there was a virus is unfucking believable. That is insane. I just don't get it. I mean, shit, it fits right in line with everything else that goes on. So, like, I don't, I just don't get it, dude. I don't get it. I, um, I used to fish for crawdads and I was with this guy, Kyle and Lou. And I remember his brother had just died. His brother just got killed, but he was like an active gangbanger. We were walking by the bridge over Highly Park. And he starts telling us a story because I never asked, like, how'd your brother die? And as we're fishing for crawdads, we were standing five feet before his brother got killed. Mm. He started telling us, like, yes, yeah, the bridge. I go, your brother got killed? He's like, yeah, he got hella stabbed. And then they threw him over. It's like a 10-foot drop. But when they threw him over, he was already bleeding out. He just died in fucking creek. What the fuck, man? That's crazy, bro. Just got stabbed up and killed like 18 years old. My best friend, of the day. when I was like probably seven, eight years old, my best friend was Asian. He was adopted from somewhere in Asia. I have no fucking idea. One Korea or something. I don't know. You're mad, ignorant. Keep going. Uh, I, man, listen, <laughs> for sure. I'm not even going to attempt to act like I know what countries are going on Keep over there. Going. <laughs> so we we're best friends, elementary school. We stopped seeing each other. <laughs> I don't see this kid till I'm probably like maybe 16, 17. We just so happen to be at the same playground playing basketball. But we don't, I don't say anything. I act like I'm not me and he's not him. And we don't act like we knew each other when we were kids and shit. But we played basketball. I don't fucking know. But then, like maybe a year later, I'm dating this girl and she's like, Yeah, I'm going to the, my, this funeral for this kid in my school. Killed himself. His name's blah, blah, blah. And it was him. I was like, damn. He killed himself, Marty? Yeah. Should have said something to him. Well, shit, I guess so. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah, that was fucked up. But yeah, that's that was like probably my only up. Asian friend growing up, I think. Like, there really was barely any Asian people in uh, Buffalo whatsoever. That's so sad, dude. Jesus. I, I remember my grandpa told me, my grandpa Tom, he passed away. I remember I was like 18. He was telling me about his childhood. We don't really, I guess you talk, you guys have seen other stories. He, we didn't really talk so much, but he was like 11 and he was walking to school with his fucking kid that got picked on all the time. And he was like, oh, I just made him my friend because he always got fucked with. He walks right, same path as me. And my grandpa was like, cool as shit. So, you know, he's that cool kid. So he was just trying to be nice. And he said he got picked on all the fucking time, but he would go over there, hang out with him. And he's like, he just became my friend. I just hung out with him. He's a little off. And he said he didn't see him for like two days. So he went over there and his mom was like, yeah, he killed himself. Mm. Fucking 11 years old. Damn. Damn. That's the most terrifying thing on earth. That's scary. Because people were picking on his ass, beating his ass. This is like 60s, 50s. Mm. It's like, yo, you guys don't realize like picking on people. Motherfuckers are not strong like you. If they were strong, they would beat your fucking ass for picking on them. So obviously they're not mentally, they're not mentally like yeah, that's why I fucking spazzed out on my kids' fucking school because they're letting all this shit slide. And it's like, kids kill themselves over this shit. You guys need to goddamn snap into action. Marty had to check a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> then checking kids, parents, teachers, everybody's Marty had to check, check it. We won't go too into it, but Marty told me the story. Marty had to check a 12-year-old boy, and this boy is uh, openly gay. So Marty's like, I don't want it to be a hate crime. 
like Marty. Nobody cares that he's gay. Nobody's gonna say anything. I can see that You're headlines. checking him yeah, yeah. because he's talking shit to your daughter. And gay or not, you better yeah, yeah. get ready to get punched, little kid. Mm-hmm. Like I'll pay a nine year old to whoop your ass. That's the thing. You can't hit him. He's underage, a little fucker. Because I snap right back into my old psycho self when some shit like that happens. Like, yeah, uh, no, I've heard so many stories of Marty. So, you know, I, I just <laughs> I waited outside his house, you know, a couple nights in a row. Like, wait, stop. What do you mean? So I stalked this guy because I was trying to beat the fuck out of him when he walked out of his house. <laughs> Yo, get out of here. Marty, you're a psychopath. <laughs> I'm thinking all the, as soon as this shit started to happen, I'm like, oh, I, man, listen. You don't know how many times I slept in ditches <laughs> just to fucking peep somebody going to work. Part of your psycho. I slept on it for about two nights, and I'm like, "Listen, we're gonna call the principal." Marty, really, really. I remember he told me he really like. Should I fuck this kid up? Like Marty, you are in your 30s and a dad. You cannot beat up a 12 year old kid. At no point was I gonna beat this 12 year old. I know you weren't really gonna beat him up. I was for sure gonna fucking find him walking to school and run up on him and shit and put the fear of God in him. <laughs> and his parents or I whoever was with him. him. But I was gonna run. <laughs> Could you imagine? Get the fuck back up, back to a little boy. He was. Nah, start that's crying. not even he how you do crying. it. That's not even ski that, mask. Man, listen, everybody's got a mask on. You got to walk up and say some fucking just shit that doesn't even sound psychotic, but is so psychotic. The kid goes, Keep "Talking to my daughter like that, I'm gonna fold your clothes real good." <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm gonna clean the shit out of your car. Uh-huh. Wait, he's twelve. You don't got no car. Yeah, no. But the thing is, like, I f- you man. can see it on Marty's. Oh, wait, we have a camera on you. Yeah, I can yeah, see yeah. the the anger right here. You look mad. Pisses me off when you start. Obviously, saying some crazy shit to my kid, but then it pisses me off because it's like, also, you're 12, you don't realize what type of shit you're getting yourself into. This is what I did tell the kid. Like, you probably don't even fucking realize what you're doing right now because yeah. you're getting people all worked up at you. You don't even know what the fuck they are. Yeah, you don't know. It's like the Crystalia shit. You don't know who's fucking looking at you when you go outside. It's it, that's the always the thing. It's the Craig and Day Day situation. You don't know whose grandma you just said suck a dick, and all the yeah. crips come to shoot your ass. Yeah, you got to be careful, especially little boys talking to fucking girls in high school. If anybody's under anybody at all, wait, any age, always remember, you got to be careful. Like when I'm in traffic, I got to refrain and go, you fucking bitch. I got to stop doing that because like, all right, all right, let's calm down. Let's not get upset because I don't want to beat your husband's ass, too. (laughs) I don't want this to keep going. It's just not good. Violence is never the fucking answer unless it's. That's the only option. But now you got some shit like, okay, I talked to the principal about it. Fuck talk, those principals. They're not the doing shit about it. about it. Nobody's doing that's shit. That's crazy. That's crazy. Sorry so, we're off on this this topic, guys, but this is some real shit. People got kids. People got fucking kids. Like, we're off on this topic, and they're not doing anything about it, so you had to check this little 12-year-old. Yeah, I took, I took my kid out of the school. All right, we're already risking our own family by sending her to this goddamn school. So you got her on this wonky A, B, B, C, B, D schedule, whatever you guys feel like doing every other week. Like, enough. It's over. You're not going to do anything about this. She, she ain't coming no more. Jordan. You sound like <laughs> Bernie Mac going back and forth to the school. And then you, we're going to be doing all this A, B, 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 C, D, D, D. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel like he would have took that one. No, no, no. Some of them a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I, it was funny. I called all this. I knew as soon as middle school hit, all this shit was coming. I feel like I manifested it. You probably did manifest it. Uh, whatever. She. I, what I will tell you is 
She got the flip phone. Yeah. She got signed up for three days a week of basketball and a fourth day a week at volleyball. So she got well, the flip phone. And yeah. if you told me this 15 years ago, I'm like, wait, that's a punishment, motherfucker. I know. Like Deanna said, I didn't get my own phone until I was in college or my own computer. I'm like, yeah, that is how it's supposed to fucking be. We don't owe these kids this shit. <laughs> we don't owe these kids. That's how they act. The principal was like, yeah, like parents feel like they're entitled to get their kids' phones and shit, just have access to the full blown internet. Yeah, that's what fucked kids up. That's what makes kids think they're tight right now. Is <laughs> that the internet? Like I said, it always just takes you to get knocked out in public for you to start realizing that the world is real. Say some slick shit like that to someone's daughter. Watch you get knocked the fuck out. Well, one of these kids <laughs> just texted my daughter, this girl, and put like fifty kids on the chat. Oh yeah, that's different. That's and then different. April, Listen to this. April Listen. took the phone and went in. My wife takes my daughter's phone, starts going in on this girl. If you want to talk shit, bring your mom to my house. All this she shit. She called her mom. All this shit. Like, uh, April got ghetto real problems. quick. You got nothing but problems. All this shit. If you want to fight somebody, come fucking fight me. All this shit on the text of this twelve-year-old girl. Then all it was like a dope Zola chat. Oh, all hold on, not even that, guys. Explain it. Live chat. They are yeah. in an open like Instagram <laughs> chat. So they are group saying. Chat. A group chat. So when the every, girl tried to call my daughter, I'm gonna beat her ass, beat all the this shit, shit out of you for nothing, out of fucking nowhere, it just Crazy stirs some shit. shit up. And uh, yeah, then April got then, then all the kids start coming at this girl. Here's the funniest part: all the kids, yeah, that's a bitch. You know, you're you're embarrassing all this stuff. They're all you know, brrr, all these comments backfiring at this girl. The girl's mom walks in, guys. All right, listen, this might be the girl part. tells her mom, shows her mom. The phone, and she's recording it at the same time. So the girl shows her mom the phone, and then she's like, "This, you know, so and so's mom is yelling at me on here." And she's the girl's mom's reading it, going, "Well, uh, yeah, you are threatening her here. You can't say that. She's probably going to go to the principal." Uh, yeah, well, you know, she is being pretty ghetto about this, but <laughs> you really can't talk like that to kids. So that's how the mom Reacted. reacts to her kid threatening. The kid posts that. On the same group chat, her mom's reaction. Why would you post the shit I, that makes you look this, worse? This kid's a fucking dumbass. I have no idea. It makes you look stupid. She posts her mom's reaction. Her mom doesn't know. So now me and April are sitting there listening to the mom's reaction going, what the fuck? Because we called the mom. She didn't call back. Isn't that insane? So now while all this happened, now the mom calls back and she gets on the phone and she's trying to act fucking like, tough. And we're like we're trying to speak to her sensibly like... No, it's not okay for kids to violently threaten other kids. I don't care if your kid's gotten picked on before. It's got nothing to do with this yeah, because she's calling my kid Say out. it again, though. The mom says, well, my daughter's been yeah. bullied. Yeah. Like it's an excuse to bully. Yeah, she and the kid was violently threatening my daughter. Like, and your daughter's nice. Nicest kid on the planet. Your daughter's very nice. Yeah, super quiet. So, you know, she's it literally chilling. was out of nowhere. So then, the, then we... Then we're like, you realize she just posted your reaction to disciplining her. Like, you didn't fucking discipline her. I'm like, I took the phone. Like, I started talking to her like her dad and shit. Like, it's the mom. Scolding like, mom. Yeah. Like, I've told this bitch, fucking get it together. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. He told her. There's no more talking to my kid. Get, get the together. fuck together. Could you imagine? Yeah, I feel like, so belittled. <laughs> and I'm so much older than these moms. Could you imagine some kid 20 years younger than you telling you to get your fucking Stop. shit together? You are not that old, Marty. No, for my daughter's age. I bracket, know, but I'm you're saying 20 years older younger, than the mom. Younger, younger, yeah. They're not. They're older. They're way they older. They would be fucking like 14. No, 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 no. Listen, you got to understand. Ariana's 13. I'm 34. So, like, I'm exactly. the young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These 
Yeah. You're not old. No, man. they're way they're, her, those parents are older than us first. Sure. Oh, you said the parents are older. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said they yeah. were way 20 years no, younger. These parents are older. Oh, okay. So that, yeah. Marty told me this the other day, guys. And what I got from Marty was just nothing but like hilarious things. Because Marty's <laughs> wife, April, is very, very like nice. Looks, She's a realtor. You know, she might fuck you up. There's a small side that like oh she might beat your fucking ass. There's a big side where she used to beat ass. people's asses back in the day. Yeah, yeah, you told me that. I didn't want to put it out there. So like, damn, <laughs> damn. So apparently Marty's wife used to fuck people up. Did she punch a man in the fucking mouth? She punched plenty of dudes in the face. There was I heard when I got with her, I started hearing all these crazy stories. Every, every time I met one of her other friends, I'd hear about somebody's ass. Yeah, beat. she broke this guy's leg. <laughs> yeah. No, the one time you're talking about was we had this. We had this stupid ass situation with these two dudes we worked with where she, like she had just sold my one friend his first house. They're all over there hanging out and the kids want to go like get some food or something. These kids are older than us at the time, even like 28, 29. I'm like 22. Yeah. So we just got the 300 C, which was like the nicest oh, you're, car. You're in Buffalo. Could've. Yeah, this is in Buffalo. Yeah. We got the 300 C. April came from work. She goes over to my boy Sean's house. She's friends with his fiance or whatever. They're hanging out with our friends from work. She'd been knowing these kids forever. Uh, she like lets them take the 300 to go to the gas station or something, but they end up going in her apron. She worked at Olive Garden. They went in her apron and like fucked with her tip money. Okay, they didn't steal the money. But they fucked with it, meaning that. What is that? Yeah, what does that if mean? If there was four twenties in there, now there's three twenties and two tens or something. Oh, they went and traded out and got yeah. changed from without asking. Yeah, it, without asking, and it was like some shit. Like they didn't ask to take the car or some shit too. So they, they stole your fucking car. They did some shit like that where it was like light. Stop they ran you the around. Fuck out. They went, came back, and now they're trying to play around with like the money. But they didn't steal it. But they're lying to April. So immediately, I shoot right over there. Now, mind you, it's my best friend's house. He just, my April just sold him Wait, to his house. best friend's house, and he's the one doing it? No, no, no. It's just his house. He's our, Who's the ones doing it? Our two friends from work. Oh, you guys are all just happened to be hanging out. Yeah, gotcha, they're gotcha. at the house. So, yeah, anyway, we this one of the kids comes out, and he starts. We're in the driveway now. I got the screw in my hand. Mar right. for, for those of you that haven't watched the first couple <laughs> episodes, Marty's from the ghetto, and he used uh, to carry around a screw, so if you had to fight... <laughs> he had a screw yeah, in his head. I was head. ready to blast this fucking kid. And he was older than me. But he, he starts coming out. He's, I, yo, it was so creepy. He put it on his dead dad. He goes, Ew. I put it on my dad, bro. We, I don't know what Your the Your dad had just been. passed away then. My dad was dying. Dying at that time. Very, real bad. He, it, took, it was a, a long, drawn-out thing. And this was at a chapter in my life where it was real bad. Like... I was walking around with a lot of rage at this time, just outside of what these kids were fucking doing. Yeah. So, like, he's putting it on his dead dad. He's doing all this shit. I'm not saying shit to him. I see the other kid peeking out of the door, but he's not coming outside. So Guilty. I'm trying not to get the cops called. I work with these kids. I've been knowing these kids. It's not even a big fucking deal. They're just, I just can't let this shit slide. It yeah. was mad. So then after about 15 minutes of him doing all this shit, well, then he literally, he just... Okay, sorry, fuck, I'm dead. I, I'm sorry, I'm fucking sorry. I'm sorry. I'm fu fuck, fuck, I'm sorry. Did you punch him right in the fucking face? No, no, no. Oh, no. I would have. No, no. It, it would have been wrong for me then to do that. Then what happened? So <laughs> no, I'm, no. I'm moving along. Okay, so, the, so he does that, and I just look at him like, I'm just fucking disgusted with this fool. And I told him I was fucking disgusted with him, and I went back. Ariana was a year old. I wasn't about to go to jail over this. Not yeah. even a year. Brand, like a newborn. So anyway... Now I got to go back to work with these motherfuckers every day. So now they're now I'm just looking past them every day, and that pisses them off. Uh, so the one you know the one time the 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 kid that wouldn't come out of the house, 
who had been known April since they were little kids. They're down April's downtown with their friends. She gives the kid a ride home. And After this, yeah, this so is like they're you guys are friends, friends. If he, she let it go, yeah, yeah. So I got you. like, I got yeah, you. they she had known this kid way before me. All right, like, so it's not like not stolen money is going to stop a situation. So yeah, they're still friends. You just yeah. pissed and checked them. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. Okay. Can't have that shit going on. So then she gives this kid a ride home from downtown, probably about maybe two, three, four weeks later. And he's mad because, like, we were friends. But now I'm, like, like I said, looking past him, not even yeah. fucking paying attention. He walks past me. I just fucking, like, he's not even there on that type of shit. So he starts oh, talking shit bad. in the back seat. Man, this motherfucker won't talk to me. That was some bullshit, all this shit. He's, he's probably drunk. He starts talking some shit in the back seat. April's, let's, April's like, you're not going to be talking shit. Okay, regardless of what's going on, you're not going to be talking shit. So I'm, I'm home. I'm asleep. It's like three in the morning, two in the morning, whatever. She's got one of her other friends with her, maybe two of her other friends. She pulls over in a McDonald's parking lot, pulls this motherfucker out of the car, throws him into a snowbank, and hits him with a flurry of combinations. Leaves <laughs> him in the flurry snowbank. of combinations? <laughs> leaves him in the snowbank, and that was that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, her friend that she knew forever? Yeah. She wasn't friends with him after that? No, they were still, he knew, I mean, shit. What do you expect? Yo, he was still okay with it? Yeah, man. I. So, she busted his ass up if she hit him a few times. Yeah. No matter what, yeah. girl or not. Yeah. You get popped in the mouth like that, you're going to yeah, bleed. No, she's a, she's a girl that punches dudes too back in that time. <laughs> so I just don't like it being on my mind. I hate knowing that something happened that like I can't ignore. And now you've put what I really used to happen in Buffalo all the time. People do some shit that put you in a position that you know you got to react. It's like I don't want to be in this fucking shit. Yeah, that's why I don't go to I don't go to anywhere. I don't go to bars, Merced, because of that. Yeah, you're not allowed to wear color, red or blue, or any kind of sports team in a bar in Merced. Do you know that? I believe it. It's because <laughs> motherfuckers keep. Where you from? I know we're 32. Yeah, I got kids. Yeah, I got a job. I'm banging on you. Like, bro, give it the fuck up. If you are not getting paid from this gang, why the fuck are you in this gang? It's like you're working for free. And then again, I don't know the inner workings of a gang. I've never done that shit. It's just, to me, it's like, yo, just because just, just we're in a hometown. My homie Jeebus is the smallest dude ever. He got hit up at the bar. And asked where you where you from, fool? Because he had he wears really nice J's, and there was red on him. And he got hit up. He was wearing a Star Wars shirt, by the way. Jesus. Yeah, hit up and asked where he's from because he had red fucking shoes on. It, there's a point where it's like you got to feel stupid when you ask. You got to feel shit stupid. You, like, like what the fuck? I'm doing? from Merced. Yeah, I'm, like, you think I'm be in this bar if I wasn't from Merced? It's a little town. It's just. It's just everywhere. You guys got to remember, for, for all you fools out there that do check people and all that bullshit, what if a motherfucker's colorblind? <laughs> Yo, I'm from the ghetto and I'm colorblind. I've been beat up by everybody. <laughs> Yo, that's a good character. There's a guy with always a black guy. Why do you always got a black guy? I'm colorblind. What's that mean? I live in the ghetto. And I don't know if I'm wearing red or blue and people keep beating my ass. Uh, first time I ever wore red, uh, blue was in uh, L.A. I remember I remember it was my first apartment at the Met and I was picked up the shirt. I went, Wow, I'm about to put a blue shirt on and walk outside. Never have I done that before. And it's my favorite fucking color. Um Yo, how the fuck did we get on that topic? I don't know. So we'll wrap that part up with Marty had to check a child. Uh his wife had to check a different child. <laughs> Yeah, checking children. Checking children. Yeah. 
Where you from, kid? <laughs> My mom's house. <laughs> Yo, stop. Dude, one time, just real quick, I don't know why the fuck I'm bringing this up. Me and my da- my dad used to, uh, obviously you guys know, my dad used to be a fucking drug addict, but when he wasn't dr- uh, on drugs and he was trying to be sober, he would drink. My dad drinks. Like I smoke weed, my dad could drink. I see my dad chug. This is not even part of the story. I see my dad chug an entire fifth of Jack Daniels without stopping. And he was already fucked up. He was in the walkway between the bathroom and the stairs in the downstairs part in Portland when we lived in that house. I was like, you can go upstairs and downstairs. That one. He was down there and I saw him come out and start it and crack it and start drinking some, drinking some. And he drank the whole fucking bottle, guys. I've never seen anybody chug a fifth. It was kind of sad. It was very sad. It's always sad when you see it. It was very sad, actually. <laughs> it was really sad. And uh, he fell asleep like 25 minutes later. But I remember I've never seen anybody just get so drunk within like five minutes. And he was fucked up. And that's my dad. Anyway, why the fuck did I bring that up? Couldn't tell you. Damn. How did we get here again? We're going to make a shirt that says, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> Where the fuck did we get here again? I cannot remember what I was talking about. I brought up my dad for a fucking reason. Uh, said he could drink a lot. Damn it! I don't remember, guys. I really, really... And watch, when I watch this back, I'm going to go full. Come on. You were just talking about it. Damn it! Maybe we'll come back to it. Shit! I was talking about my dad. He drinks a lot. I think that's where you were going with that. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, let's move on. So we were talking about Asian hate crimes and why the fuck it's even a thing right now. How is that? Let's not get into it anymore because it doesn't have an answer. It's just ignorance. It's just very weird. I think there's always going to be a wave of ignorance going on. Yeah, I know, but just specifically at one group and they're just targeting like old ladies. What the fuck? That is awfully specifically weird. I have no idea. Yo, Today we're going to go out. We're going to fight people that can't fight back. All right. Uh, babies, old Asian ladies, people in wheelchairs. Like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with people, bro? They are on the same email list and go, today's deed of the day. What was it like in a Harold and Kumar? What did you do against an ethnicity this week? <laughs> I got this Indian guy's toothbrush and rubbing it on my dick. Like that. <laughs> but more violent. But more violent. Yeah. I fucking hate people so much. Okay, let's get on to this next thing I want to talk about. Um, I don't really get into like the mainstream music stuff. I just keep seeing this everywhere, guys. And um, you guys already know what I'm talking about. There's this rapper, dude. I don't even know if he's a rapper. I guess you would call him a... I don't know. He's an artist. He's an artist. His name is Lil Nas X. You guys know who I'm talking about. When he did the... Uh, Marty, he's the guy that sang that uh, song that brought white, white and black people together. The okay. old, old oh, town oh, road okay. song. Right, He's like oh, black guy singing I'm country. Real Slim Shady? No, oh. that one made <laughs> them go, yeah, real. But this one was like, I like that boy. Uh-huh. He sings real good. He sounds like a country singer. <laughs> I guarantee you, all those ignorant motherfuckers are like, about time. That's hilarious. And then they came out with this and go, no, no, we never supported that. <laughs> Fucking ignorant ass. Half the people are that took our job from South Park. Just mad, ignorant, homophobic motherfuckers. Anyway, Marty, let me update because you. I know you have no fucking clue what's going on, Marty, because you have 
of responsibilities with kids and, and a job. So you're not watching uh, this yet. So this little Nas X guy, for everyone that doesn't know what's going on, he's super, super, he got like four times platinum on that Old Town Road song last year. Then he came out as gay, which is a little fucking obvious, which doesn't, uh, who gives a fuck, right? He just released a video. I haven't even watched the video because I've only seen clips on Twitter. Marty, he is giving the devil a lap dance. Mm. The devil in hell. Giving him a lap dance. And I haven't even watched the full video yet, guys. Can we watch some of it without... You know what? I don't want to put that satanic-ass shit on here. Anyway, the reason I'm even bringing this up... Because I think it's funny. I saw a tweet from him that says, All you fools always say... Uh, Gays go to hell, but I do go to hell. Now you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's, funny. That's fucking comedy. Uh, yo, he knows how to play to his shit. Cause, yo, what can piss people off the most? He's a gay black dude that sings country. That sings country, and now he is like dominatrix outfit in leather. Riding on the devil, doing gay shit with the devil, with the devil, with the fucking devil, looking like a, the devil. I think it's the smartest move ever because we're talking about it right now. Yeah, of course. And we don't even give a fuck, and we're talking about it. So people that do care about this industry and music and this and this are like, either love it or hate it. And no matter what, that's what makes everything right. If you don't have people talking shit, where's the controversy for it to keep going? That's why reality shows work. I would love to see that Nike meeting where they had him in there and they were like, Yo, we're just going to do a little drop. Listen, listen, just blood red. Guys, I know. Blood red vampire shit. No, Trust you me. haven't seen it. It says it has one drop of human blood in the shoes. Oh, Marty, go back to the news part, not the images. Go back. That's why I brought this guy up in the first place. I, gimmick or not, don't like that. I don't like that at all. With human blood, whether it's real or not, Get the fuck out of here with it. that bullshit. I don't like, I, I know people are trying to be edgy and trying to be this and trying to be that. Hey, motherfucker, don't be bringing that shit into motherfuckers' lives. <laughs> Make it mass stream fucking Satan bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> that's, that, that's money grab shit, though. That's it, like, it is, I'm on the back end of my 15 minutes here. I'm going to. It is like, yo, I'm the devil now. <laughs> I get it. I, then you just went back to the Asian fucking <laughs> yeah, Japanese internment camp. The tabs open. At oh, like, yeah, we go God. backwards in time. Jesus, dude. <laughs> well, I wanted just to bring that up, Marty, because that's what's going on on the earth right now. You want to look at real hell, little Nazax? Google Merced internment camps. <laughs> For real, you you want to do some? You should have been out there fucking working at the fucking. <laughs> what is it? The fair? Yo, I've bought so many shirts from that. That's Some oh, it's vibes. really sad, dude. It's really fucking sad knowing that Merced has that fucking history. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, we yeah, like I said earlier, we just filmed a vlog, and I we were watching and premiering the Jessmine Peluso one, and <laughs> yeah, that shit is so funny. She is so fucking funny. I'm so glad you got her on here. <laughs> Me too. I knew it. That was fucking funny. I knew it was gonna be ridiculous. Oh, she's hilarious. Oh man. Um. I just wish we could have seen John Stamos's face when he went on Apple or whatever and first and saw that saw thumbnail. That thumbnail <laughs> in the back. Him unauthorized, no permission. I'm married. <laughs> I know Jesse May's been probably harassing him for so long. Isn't that crazy? She's been harassing him. <laughs> Any other fucking... If this was Flip, this be all bad. Yeah. This be all bad. Like, uh, she just... Dude, that works, joint got so. me high as shit. I haven't smoked weed really today. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I smoked that joint right before you kill that butterfly. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a, I'm telling you, that was a good omen. It's symbolic. <laughs> Why does he think it's good? Because what are the odds? Okay, we're on. That's the like top saying, yo, I, Hills. I threw a rock and killed an old lady. What are the odds? <laughs> Seriously. No, it's not talking about a, guys. A mini drone. Okay, this a is mini like drone guy. This drone is so small; it's technically considered a toy drone. All right, you can fly it anywhere. This butterfly committed suicide on it. Okay, it, it not even that, guys. It Randy Johnson. You were going up fast, and it crossed you. Not even like it was up there, yeah. and you hit it. Yep. It it kind of did just go right into the way. Yep. You're right. You're right, murderer. But you're right. Listen, half of its body went flying in front of the camera. <laughs> And, uh, yes, he got it on camera. <laughs> you could see its body in front of the camera. It was so sad. Dude, I don't think I ever said this on any story time or anything, but I'm just going to tell. I won't tell the full story. I'll just say what happened one time. You guys know, you're from the East Coast, that cats and little small animals will try to get onto your under your car because it's still hot after you turn it off. Do you know that? That's some impressive East Coast shit right there. He, yeah, it sounds right. Well, you, do you know? Does that happen in the East Coast? Uh, it's never happened to me, but you've I heard mean, of it. Uh, shit, I'd have now. <laughs> I asked you eight different ways. You could yes. have said, I've never heard of that <laughs> until I mean, right it now. Makes sense. So look, um, if you guys don't know, cats, uh, will go uh, after you turn your car off, right on a, at nighttime, it's still hot. They'll crawl underneath your like axle under your motor or sit by where your radiator's at. Cause it's warm it happens. It happens all the time. Right. One time, I'm not going to tell you the whole fucking story. I'll just tell you some of it. You know, I'll tell you the whole story. All right, here we go. One time, <clears throat> I I was really high. <laughs> I lived with my grandpa on 6th Street still. And I was still working at me and Ed. So this is like right when I was like 18, right before I got my apartment. And um, <laughs> I, I'm sad about it still because it was really, really, really sad. I turned my car on. I backed up, and when I backed up, I heard like I heard something, and then crack. It's like what the fuck was that shit? You know, it's my first car, it's my Dodge Intrepid, my green one, the trash ass one. I back out of the driveway and I stop. It's like 12 at night. There's no cars anywhere, so I just stop like halfway in the road, and I get out and I look underneath my car. I'm looking under my car. What the fuck? I don't see shit. All right. Back out, and as I back out, my lights hit, like, the bottom of the driveway. So now I can see the bottom of the driveway in the gutter, right? Because before I couldn't. I was, like, on the gu- the driveway. So as I back out, I see, and I go, what the fuck is that? I walk out of my car. I go over, and it's a fucking cat that was on my engine block or whatever. And it cut its head clean in half. Marty, Marty, there was no top of a skull. Okay. Brains look just like brains in movies. Mm. This cat was dead. Its head, like Hannibal Lecter, fucking. <laughs> no, no lie. Our cat's heads are falling off. <laughs> Wait, was it Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> the only time you could ever use that reference ever in life. <laughs> oh, I should not have smoked that joint so early. Oh man, here we go. It's it's cut directly in half, Mart, and the brain is out like it's it's heads like this, and the brain's barely out on like 
about to fall out, but it's you could see it. And I just and I dry heave real hard and I burp. Ah, and I turn around. And I feel so fucking bad. I hate cats, but I feel bad. It's still a cat. Some cats are cool. And uh, I left to the store. So as I leave, all right, I'm gonna end up telling you this whole fucking story. Damn it! I back out. I go to the store. I remember I'm high and paranoid. Because I just killed a cat. I feel super bad. I was about to pick it up. I was about to go get something to drink at the store. It's like, remember, it's like midnight. I drive, I drive off thinking about like, oh my God, this fucking cat. Like, I'm like, this is sad. I was feeling hell bad. I pull up, get my drink. And as I come back, right when I pull out of the fucking parking lot of the liquor store, right when I pull out, cop right behind me. I keep my scale, my pipe, my little tiny steamroller, keep bags in my trunk. Because for pizza, for pizza shit, like I keep it stashed underneath my tire. And then when I work for pizza, uh, go to work at me and Ed's, I put it all in my pizza bag. Well, I used to put it in a shoe box and then I put it in my pizza bag to sell sex. So I know that's in the trunk. I'm high to where like I, I'm noticeable. And you know, back then I, I just got my weed car, but it doesn't mean you can be, hey officer. And I live in the ghetto. I live in the fucking ghetto. My car sucks. The young Mexican kid. I probably it probably reeked bad in my car. I'm sure your insurance and your registration, everything was like everything's always on always is. Oh, okay, all right. Because I'm a pizza delivery driver. All right. I have to be I have to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, my rec my driver is bomb. Um until recently. Fucking assholes. Anyway, uh I'm doing this one, guys. Oh fuck. You know, you're driving, you're looking ahead, and you're trying to, like, not look at the rear view, and you look at it and go, bro, fuck, do you think he locked eyes with me? <laughs> do you think yes. he saw my eyes looking back? Yes. Because uh, from experience, when I look at somebody in front, I can see their eyes when yes. they look up. So how many times a cop go, all right, he looked at me five times in one block. I'm pulling him over. <laughs> you know they're doing that shit. Young kid, it's 12. Is he even old enough to drive? Because I look like a kid now. Imagine me 18. I look fucking 12. So I, I'm driving back doing this number. Fuck. Oh, come on, man. There's fucking weed in a scale. Fuck. And I'm just thinking of all the things that are going to happen when I get pulled over right now and search. And it's Merced. Whether or not he has the right to search, he's going to search me. And uh, he follows me. Gets, gets right. I remember I'm only a mile ish away from my house, my grandpa's house. And remember there's a dead cat right outside the gutter, right outside the gutter. When I put it in park, it fell out. So there's a cat with no skull, a brain fall out and it's a dead body. So that's what it was. It was crack, 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 and it cut its head off. So the skull is probably inside of my car. I, I don't care about that at all right now. I'm thinking I'm getting pulled over and I'm done. So I'm driving and I'm like, con I'm like, just regret thinking about like, why don't you take that shit out? Come on, why are you gonna be lazy? Why don't you just take your scale out? You can always take your scale out. Why the fuck did you leave it in the car today? Like, I'm going through all these things because I know I left it in there because I opened me and Ed's in the morning, so I knew I was just, I just leave it in the fucking trunk. One of the you guys know if you sell weed, you guys fucking know that. Never take the lazy way out because that'll be the day you get in trouble. So always never fuck up your routine. I fucked up my routine and left that shit in the trunk, which I never really do. I never really do. I, I always have it in a shoebox to take it out in my backpack, put it in my in my room. <laughs> I'm so off track. Anyway, go back. I'm pulling the old, please don't pull me over. <laughs> he follows me. I go past right by Mike Zia's house. My homie. I get about three blocks from my house. <clears throat> you guys know Merced. I get right in front of the armory. The armory that's in Merced. I lived 6th Street, 6th and R. I'm about two blocks away, and as I take that right on S Street, right when I hit S Street, the cop uh, takes the S with me, and there's only one more turn to my house. I get past the park, left, and I park 
on the right side. So he's either going to get me and get me at my house too. My grandpa's asleep, ready to go to work, wake him up. Yo, you know, he's going to jail, right? He has like, I was just thinking like, fuck, fuck, fuck. This motherfucker, right? He follows me all the way to that stop sign. I look up one more time. Oh, my God. Please pull me over here. Don't wake my grandpa up and let me know. Because then he'll be like, you're going to jail? Why? I just didn't want the disappointment. <laughs> I took a left. And as he notices, I'm like about to pull into the driveway. He's waiting at that stop. He was eyeballing me. He had nothing on me. He ran my shit and just says, see what he does. Fuck you. Fuck you. Whoever what cop you were, fuck you. I take a left, guys. Remember, I'm doing this. This is all gonna. This is all for a reason, all right? I'm doing this. I'm looking up at him, and I'm like doing this number, about to pull in my driveway, because I'm like, okay, go, go, go. And he starts to go. As I go, I hear, and I go, what the? F ah! I forgot about the cat. I completely, completely, completely forgot about the dead cat in the fucking driveway. I ran the fucking dead cat over. Remember when I said the brain was intact and it was falling out? Not after that. I, Marty, I ran the cat over fully crush i never seen crushed skull before it's really disgusting i saw it i went into the driveway and went Bleh. like i Bleh. fucking dry heave because I, I i was looking at like the blood on my tire the piece of skull in between my tire i look in the driveway at the end of the driveway where it passed the gutter and that motherfucker is flat smushed out uh the brains are everywhere and i went I'm too fucking high to deal with this right now. And I walked in the house and said, I'll pick that bitch up in the morning. Guys, I left it right where it was because I said, it's nighttime. It's dark. I'm going to miss some shit. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not even done. Was this somebody's cat? Is that There was no collar. Okay. Well, shit. I mean. And plus, why is your cat outside inside my, tr my, my, my engine? It was not. It wasn't my fault. I felt bad. It was in my fan blade. That's where the blood was when I when I opened the shit in the morning to look at my car. It was like in the belt. I felt so bad, dude. Fucking Pulp Fiction. I felt really bad. Yeah, I felt bad. But anyway, I'm not done. Uh, so the cop doesn't pull me over once he realizes, okay, he's going into somewhere. He was going to follow me until I fucked up. Yeah. Piece of shit. And that's why I was looking back at him in the rear view like, come on, come on, come on. And as I did it, it went, crack, crack, crack. And I go, are you fucking kidding me? I really ran you over. I really ran it over. Are you fucking serious? I couldn't believe it, Marty, because it was all over my car. And I'm like, oh, my God. Come on, dude. But the cop had me distracted. He had me distracted. So it's morning and I wake up hella late. It's like 11 o'clock. I woke up late as fuck. I mean, I, uh, it's like 10 o'clock. I woke up late as fuck because uh, I had to to uh, do the opening shift for me and Ed's. No, it had to be like nine o'clock thing because the opening shift starts at 10.30. It had to be like nine o'clock. I woke up late, that, later than I normally should, right? I know that because I remember I rushed to get ready. <laughs> it's a small house. I look out and my grandpa's not at work. I'm like, oh, why aren't you at work? I realize, oh, it's Saturday. You must have the random Saturday off, but I opened me and Ed's, so... I look at this motherfucker and I go, what's he doing? I'm looking at my grandpa between the pink plastic blinds and he's just doing this Forrest Gump shit. <laughs> looking down, I go, what is he? <gasps> the cat. I forgot to clean up the cat. <laughs> and my grandpa, I just see him bend down. I go, no, no. And I see him just pick up this flat dripping cat oh, by the tail. God. And he's like that. Oh. With his hand? With his fucking hand like this. 
with just a tail. It's not all bloody in the tail, but still, still, no, still. I, 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 I agree. Picks it. Up. I'm not done. Picks it up. Can you Google 1142 West Sixth Street? That's where I grew up. That's my house. 1142 West Sixth Street. I wanted. I want you guys to see what my grandpa did. Can you Google Earth it? Google that. I want you to see. That's the house I grew up in, guys. All right. So see, as I went back down the driveway and I backed down, you see where that white piece of paper is in the gutter? Right there in the gutter. You see that white piece of paper? Yep. About a foot behind it is where the cat fell out. Because I waited until I got out of there and I pressed, put it in park. See, right? I, I thought you were talking about some country no, driveway. Is, no, it was a little driveway. So when I went, crack, crack, I went, what the <laughs> fuck? And I put it in park. So it fell down right there. But the thing is, I parked. So when I looked under, I didn't see it. You know, it's nighttime. Okay, see that church? Uh-huh. See those planters? Uh-huh. So I see my grandpa pick up this cat. And I go, what is he doing? He's doing this. Oh, shit. He walks across the street. You see that planter to the right? Give it to the Lord nope, here. to the right. Okay. That one. Uh, I watched my grandpa walk God. up and just put the cat. That's just on the in sidewalk. The, in the it's not a garbage can. We have trash cans right there on the side of the house. He put the cat inside of the planter. Oh, God. The trash cans are outside. He could have just put it in there. How, how, I mean, it, it was there for months. It was there for months. Hands after that. It was there for months. That's horrifying. I, I watched it petrified. Like, get petrified. Yeah. Like, I watched it. I smoked blunts right there. That's where I sold weed. Remember all the story times? I pull up right in front of my grandpa's. Right there is where Sang's car used to be. The black one is where we used to park uh, because it's blocked because my grandpa sits in the living room to the left. So he can't see me directly outside. He sits right behind that water cooler, that, that swamp cooler. So I would be able to block us the smoke cloud. But if I was any more to the right, he would just be staring at me smoking a blunt. Mm. And I grew up. My first Ollie I ever did was in that parking lot. Um, That's where I grew up, right there. That's crazy. That's I have funny. so many stories right there. It's that was, fucking that reminded me of a story. Me and my two <laughs> boys went deep into the east side to get some weed one time. We got there, and they were like, yeah, we just got raided. My boy hopped out, and he they told him, yeah, they, they we just got raided like probably 20 minutes ago. They were already back on it. They sold us weed, okay? <laughs> you mean you got sold weed by informants? <laughs> <laughs> well, they got raided and me, didn't go to jail? <laughs> Man, there was a fucking pack of them. I'm going to let you know right now. You got sold weed by an informant. All right. Well, shit. I'm it could have been. Know. Something happened. This was my know. boy's boy. I stayed in the car. He hopped out and talked to these fools. So I'm finding out about this afterwards. He's like, oh, yeah, they just got raided. So I said, I convicted of murder 10 minutes ago. No, I'm good. What's up? I'm like, I'm thinking the same shit. Like, what the fuck do you mean they just got raided? Did you get the weed? He's like, yeah, they still had some weed. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. But anyway, as soon as we pulled out of there, they got behind us. The cops. Yeah. Because you're white, right? I mean, yeah, we we're just leaving. No the sake, house. that neighborhood. Oh, oh, because the house just got raided. The house just, yeah, <laughs> you maybe guys in, picked maybe up white was completely raid. secondary in this equation. This was not racially motivated. And yeah, I was with two some, black dudes. That's that's yeah. that's unreal. So then we pull out of the street. They're behind us. I'm, I'm like, this was. I used to get pulled over all the fucking time. But I, even, that's why I brought it up. Yeah. In, in this moment, I was like, fuck, we just fucked up. Usually it's not like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Usually it's just like these motherfuckers. But yep. now it's like, oh, fuck. My boy behind me, he had been to jail before. Like it was, he's older than me. It, it wasn't good. So then now we're going down Broadway. If you know anything about Buffalo, Broadway and Bailey, this, this is where I'm talking about. So we're going down Broadway towards Bailey. 
And I'm like, I see a KFC in the distance. So I'm like, all right, we're just going to turn into this KFC. He's driving behind us. I'm like, we're just going to turn into the KFC. I hit the blinker on. We're going. I slow down. I go to turn. The fucking KFC's boarded up. So, fuck. Undo the blinker. Bloop, bloop. As soon as I did that. Oh, he blurped your ass because of that hesitation. It was just, it must, I don't know if he was going to fucking do it anyway. But it was in that moment. And yeah, they pulled their guns out, all that shit. <gasps> they had they made get you get out, out by car. gunpoint. Yeah, are you fucking serious? With no shit. prior anything, your it, car it was just standard operating procedure. I'm talking. This was a forest green escort station wagon. The shit was my dad's. This is the one. Wait, that, wait, the wait, wait, wait. That's the orders of operation in Buffalo is get out by gunpoint. <laughs> shit, if you get pulled over on the east side, there is a good chance you're getting pulled out of fucking gunpoint for sure. What the fuck? At least fuck? In, my, in my experience. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they pissed. pulled us out. They, they searched us. Once. They like pulled my boy's pants down, just on the sidewalk, searching all through his boxers and shit, all in his pants. My boy sounds was, racially motivated. He was black. Hold on, did you get your pants pulled down? No. Racially motivated, Marty. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. You're as the a win. driver, fool. I'm gonna take that one as a win. I know, but you're I the was... driver, and they didn't search nope. you, and it's your vehicle. That was racial bullshit. They might have. I didn't have any weed on me. They might have. That's. Did, hold on, did they find they the weed? No, my boy behind me had the weed in his sock, and he's the one who had gone How to much jail weed before. Did you get? We're talking about like a t- t- fucking twenty sacks, some shitty. You were gonna go to jail weed. for that? Oh, for sure. If they find a twenty sacks, fucking over. He's been to jail before, and the dude, the cop That's knows so it. I remember. He's like, "Oh, you, anybody been to jail before?" He's like, "Yeah, when I was younger." The dude looks like he's my age, but he's fifteen years older. Yeah, when I was young and stupid, I went. But I'm, as soon as he said that, I'm like, "Oh, it's fucking over." I'll search but, you. Nope, search they, 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 they didn't search him. Really? He had the weed in his sock. They did not search him. I remember he had a, a, a clear, two so clear violated. blunts. You remember clear blunts? Oh, uh, motherfucker! Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I had ever seen it at the end of our little adventure. He gave me one in a clear blunt and shit, and I was like, "What?" The is clear this? blunts. Oh, I brought a pack to Portland when I moved. Yeah, but that was standard though. They would, they will fucking take you over to jail and pull the guns out over I, the most minute I, amount. I've of heard it. horror stories, man, about illegal states, dude. I, this is perfect, Marty. This blends this, right into this our next blends topic. me right into the next the note. What's up for New York? What's up, everybody in New York? I don't know. Is it fully legal now? It's going to be. They passed it to where like, Fucking yeah, crazy. Make it federally. Uh, what is it? Is it is it legal? Like they can have up to an ounce, like us. I think it's like that. You can grow it. It's recreational. We're talking like a year from now. Oh like they passed God. it so that it will happen. Yo, New it York. fucking mind-boggling. Congratulations. Marty, Marty, your home state, you're going to be able to go home and get high now. If you ever have to go back, you can go to the dispensary and get weed. It's insane. That's insane. That's fucking incredible. It was All the horror stories. Part in New of York. my life when I lived there, like it made me hate the cops. It made me hate a lot of fucking people just having just to get weed. Yeah, it that's, made me feel that's like bullshit. a criminal when I was a good person. Just for weed. And I was good. Look at my path now. What they would have put me in jail for the shit. What? Look what happened. Yeah. Like, it's fucking stupid. So I just not to mention the fact that it's a poor ass ghetto ass city that could have a whole industry built around it, like it is here. And people could get off the pills and off the alcohol and it's shit. The, it's the, not it, have to go to jail for it. I mean, I get it from a pharmaceutical standpoint. They want people on pills because they can sell them a different pill because this pill fucked them up. I get it. It's a money thing. It's it's a coke dealer shit. It's crackhead shit. I get it. But come on, man. At least let us motherfucking weed smokers. We weren't going to take your pills anyway. At least let us have our own shit. I don't. I'll, I won't even get into it because you guys know how I feel. It's just. It's fucking stupid. But Marty. New York. 
It means how lot, fucking man. cool, man. It doesn't even feel real yet, but it will. When I that, that should be crazy. When I go back, that's gonna feel crazy. Just as a human, like it's like a human rights thing. It is me. a human rights thing because it's, it's medicine. You're not. It's medicine. You, it's medicinal. So what the fuck? Yeah, you're not allowed to fucking kidnap me and extort me out of my money for nothing. Uh, like that was real obvious to me as a 19 year old, and it really fucking pissed me off that everybody just accepted that as okay and normal. That's what's that's that's what it is. Move to California if you don't like it. Yeah, that's pretty much the way it is over there. Well, not anymore. Yeah, yeah, but it's even worse because like like I said, my dad had cancer for like eight years, and it was eight years of he's gonna die. For sure. No, he's not going to die. Okay, no, he is going to die, definitely. Okay, no, he's not going to die. Okay, he is going to die. It happened so many times, and he was on so many medicines and surgeries and all this shit, and all the man wanted to do was smoke weed casually, mind his business. Ugh. They would have arrested his ass for that. Yeah, they would have really 100%. Made me that was like, yeah, that's what- You'd get arrested just as easy as you would have. Oh, for sure. Because they'll just, I mean, you know how it is. They would pull you over just- just kind of for fun, just on some yeah, just fun. like oh, like, like that man that was doing to me. Huh? Yeah, like yeah, he was just hanging I, out. My, and my shit. shit's perfect. Yeah, my driving record's great. I work for me and Ed's still following me. Mm-hmm. He checked my shit a mile ago. Mm-hmm. The fuck you still following me for? Mm-hmm. I realize that they're bored too. Like the one time, yeah. One Think time, about it though. Yeah, I got cuffed and put in the back seat and shit, and they had this heavy metal blasting <gasps> in the cop car. Yeah, and at first I was like, "Ooh, this is creepy. These three dudes are fucking." Three guys in a cop car? Uh-huh. In well, the front? One riding bitch? There might have been two cars. Okay. <laughs> it would have been funny. Bitch. There was three cops. There was at least <laughs> one car. <laughs> but it had heavy metal blaring on the inside of it. That would scare me. And, I, and then I realized, like, oh, this is their night. They're riding around just, like, fucking, fucking with, with people. Dudes. Yep. That's really what it was. And I, yep. At the end of it, I'm like, they, I mean, I was good. They let me go. Uh, but, um. The yeah. way I like to think about cops is. I hope all of them are like the super bad cops. They put on a scary front and go, come on, man, we're just like you. Just stop being a dick. Don't yeah. run. We'll help you. Come on. <laughs> That's how I hope most cops are. Like the cops that are being dicks to you, like, yo, I win 20 bucks, right? I scared the shit out of that kid. Uh-huh. You know, that, that's, that's more of like, okay. All right, but once you start giving people extra charges and more time because you feel like it, then you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And you're no longer super bad. Or cops. if you if you're super tough out there in the street and you're pulling people over and doing all this shit, but then you're too scared to come to the court date about it. That was my shit. Really? That was my shit. Yeah, they I had that happen up? a couple times where they would pull some shit like that on me. Then I would go in and start halfway fucking spazzing on the people in the county hall to the point that my mom was like, "You need to chill the fuck out and just sit down and just." And then the dude didn't come. It happened like two or three times. How many times you get in trouble, Marty? I used to get pulled over all the fucking time. Oh, this is for getting pulled over yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's, yeah. that's different. That's different. <laughs> Damn, you're driving right here. Your insurance high as fuck. Like, oh, yo, you I are know, just a suspicious man, I person. I never got bro. arrested. I never got... They, yo, that color, man. That, that color got your ass. They're like, yo, we thought you were a tweaker. When we got up close, we noticed you were a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Go on, but, son. <laughs> get that scholarship. Yeah, basically, that that is what was happening. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they look at you like, I like the color of you. I like your color. Continue. <laughs> but yeah, once I stopped going against, once I stopped having that just hate in my heart towards them, it, I, I don't know what it was. I stopped getting pulled over as much. I stopped once I, I don't know. I used to go out. I like, guarantee you, mean mug the fuck out of cops got pulled over. Yeah, my attitude probably yep. did have a lot to a do, lot with, to it, do with it. I do this. <laughs> I'm not kidding. 
when cops are next to me or behind me, and we're like anywhere with buildings, I always go, look at this architecture. Yeah. I go, <laughs> I always do it. I never get pulled over because my car's always full of smoke. Well, uh-huh. I mean, maybe I should just shut the fuck up. Uh, I got to stop yeah. fucking just saying shit. Uh, when I'm not driving sometimes, I like to smoke marijuana in my car. CBD. Yeah. There you go, CBD. My car's marijuana. never full of smoke. My shit is squeaky clean, and I still feel like I've got a fucking It's because you're the from car. the East Coast, man. Yeah. You're from the fucking East Coast. You're never going to wear that. It's not going to wear off <laughs> until you pull up and an officer goes, nice car. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And the day they do that, <laughs> you're going to be like, you ain't shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like my mom punched me in the face, and I was like, bitch, that's it. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I don't know if I've ever talked about that story. I haven't really talked about uh, I haven't really talked about this too much. I think I told it on story time. Um, but real quick, let me get into something, Marty, real fast because uh, you guys talk. I read all the comments. I try to answer every single comment, and you guys know that. So I keep constantly getting, how come you don't take daps? How come you're not fucking uh, t- uh, hitting rosin or hitting pens or how come you don't even smoke the bongs you sell? Shit like that. You guys got to remember, um, YouTube monetizes channel. I do not want to get kicked out. I don't want to get kicked off. That's it. I don't, and we're monetized. I don't want them to go, hey, you know what? We don't like that you were hitting a bong on your fucking channel. No more money. That's what I don't want to fucking happen. Okay, guys? That's that's my my ultimate goal is to not get in trouble. So... That being said, hey, if anybody from YouTube is viewing this and going, hey, we don't like that, Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, Smoke Bongs, on their huge millions and millions and millions of views channel. They are no different from me. They're no different from anybody else. They're human beings that smoke weed, and they also get on the internet. So why just pinpoint me? With that being said, I'm going to do the rare bong hit on the on the, uh, on the 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 podcast because I just don't want to risk it. If you want to see more weed and more shit, follow my Instagram, my Snapchat, follow my Twitter, go to dopeisyellow.com of available of all Jesus. I even hit the ball yet. You got excited for that new website know, drop. Above all else, go to dopeisyellow.com. It is so bomb. It it looks so fucking sick. It is awesome so go watch, go to dopeisyellow.com guys become a site member Get the become newsletter. a site member it's fucking free you can see every single thing that comes every single fucking everything is on there the podcast dope as usual dope everything so go ahead and check that out dopeisyellow.com i'm um, posting pictures that i can't post on instagram posting pictures i can't post anywhere else the reason i bring that up is because like i said i'm gonna do the rare bong hit but not just a regular bong i want you got uh, let me tell you a little story real quick before i even bust it out couple years ago you guys saw seth rogan was hitting uh like some weird globe bong you guys remember that that video of seth rogan hitting some super stale smoke like really stale smoke it like built up for fucking 30 minutes and then he started dying because it was stale and i felt so bad for him like yo that thing looks so confusing the smoke is is yellow he smokes yellow because he took too long that smoke tastes disgusting i guarantee and I feel bad, like, oh, man, that shit tastes bad. Because I know that pain. You get that rip in your throat. So the reason I bring this up, I saw that video and go, what is this machine? So months later, I'm at the Cannabis Cup. I'm just walking around filming, doing my thing, and I see this thing on a table. Shout out to Trey. I see this thing on a table, right? And I'm like, that's the thing just Seth Rogen hit. Can I fit, can I hit this fucking thing? And you don't have to put your mouth on it. So I didn't care. This is pre-COVID anyway. I didn't care about hitting it because I didn't have to put my mouth on it. He goes, yeah, you can hit it. 
and there's two of them. I go, hey, uh, can I hit them both at the same time? <laughs> He's like, you think you can do that? I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I could do that, man. And I started smoking at them. I recorded it. And those videos, this is like three accounts ago, those videos popped like a couple hundred thousand views on them because people that follow my shit were like, yo, what? is this shit what is this machine so the reason i bring it up is because over the course of years i finally got to do a review and i was the first review to do it and youtube took it off they literally just x'd out that video deleted that video and gave me a strike don't know why it's just a regular gravity bong um so the reason i'm saying that is everybody that's watching this youtube this is the rare bong hit video but like i said i want to do a crazy I want to I want to show you something you don't see every day. So this is a student glass. Shout out to Trey, the owner. Um, they came through my house, gave me a demonstration, and we made a fucking sick video. So it's on the Dopus Yola channel. This right here is a gravity bong. The only reason I'm gonna I'm saying the rare hit because you're probably not gonna see too many more bong hits. I don't want YouTube getting upset with me. All right, I want to stay in their good standings. So this is the Stunning Glass. We are not sitting here advertising. Go buy this. Nothing like that. So YouTube, don't be pissed at me. Hey, if you gotta do that, you gotta get mad at Joey Diaz and Joe and uh, Joe Rogan because they smoke bongs too. So don't be nitpicking, motherfucker. Uh, for everybody at home, this thing looks like. Uh, a spaceship there's nothing else to say but student glass i have one two three four five i have fucking four or five of these i've given away like four to my friends just to spread it around they're just fun they're just fun i love using it it's really fucking cool but like i said for everyone out there on the podcast this is the rare bong hit all right now i said that 62 times but i'm also fucking ranting let's hit this real quick here we go oh you little bastard but yeah i've done multiple reviews on it guys You've seen this on my channel many times. I have a custom story time orange and push trees one. Oh, I just blew my smoke out, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to bust it out because a regular bong hits a regular. Might as well go a little fancy, right? Here we go. Oh, Marty, I'm high. <laughs> I just went like this. <laughs> my mouth is on the microphone, bro. <laughs> No, if any of my family's watching this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not stupid, I promise. You're a podcast legend for that one. <laughs> no. Yo, if it worked, I would be. Here we go. Almost did it again. So here we're just going to let this build up. Like I said, it's like a science project. It's like the gravity bongs in your uh, bathtubs, except not disgusting that's it we're gonna pull this motherfucker go to town for everyone listening on spotify and streaming platforms you just missed some fun that was fucking cool every time i've had this for two years i think it's cool every fucking time and this is stale smoke you two don't be getting pissed all right, don't be getting pissed. Motherfucker, I've seen fools take DMT on podcasts. Don't be getting mad at me. Please. <laughs> Please don't get mad. <laughs> All right, let's smoke one more bowl out of this, and then uh, we'll get into the story. The reason I wanted to smoke out of this is because people keep asking. And before the podcast gets bigger and we get flagged even harder, I wanted to show you guys some cool bongs, some cool smoking, because like I said, 
<laughs> we're not going to do more of it. We can't. I just don't want to risk the podcast. I don't want to risk the channel. <sighs> people that don't know about weed are like, what the fuck is that thing? Yes, it's a gravity bong. You guys ever seen when people um, cut like a soda bottle two liter in half? Right? They cut a two liter in half, put a bowl at the top, burn it, suck it through, and there's hella smoke, and you push down, the smoke shoots out. This is a gravity bong, just a fancy one. This is just an adult gravity bong, right? Once you get past the college age, you should have one of these in your house, in your home. Yo, we're just talking about that. You guys remember that? Are there magpies in your home? Do you remember that commercial, that cartoon? Nah. The old school cartoon? Is there a magpie in your home? I love that one. It's a Looney Tunes one, I believe. Is there a no? Don't look up magpies. Oh. Magpie cartoon. All right, sure. I didn't know magpie was a species of bird. Is there a magpie in your home? <laughs> uh, that one of uh, the black and white in the middle, down with a nest. That's it. Heckle and Jekyll. That's their name. They were dicks, and they drove this dog insane. Such a good cartoon. I love that cartoon. Shout out to anybody that knows what the fuck I'm talking about. 1946 there was definitely some racism in that cartoon never mind i need to go back and watch it again before i over here suggesting this shit the talking magpies yeah i loved woody woodpecker you guys remember the one where the the fools didn't harvest i have the 100 greatest cartoons on tape see magpie hotel no vacancy motherfucker sorry for getting off topic let's hit this bong and then get it to what we were talking about we're over here watching cartoons hey man Welcome to the Dove's Usual Podcast. We're here to talk about ranting, nothing, problems, <laughs> alcohol, uh, my memory loss. <laughs> We're here to talk about nothing. We're here to talk about nothing. We're here to piss you off in your car because you can't keep a fucking plot going. Here for the vibes, folks. You know Rogan didn't start smoking weed until he was like 30-something, right? For real? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, good for him. Should he save some money? All right, I'm going to put this on the ground because I know. I know for sure. I'm going to be talking and go, well, in 1999, and I'm going to break my brand new shit. So I'll put that motherfucker on the ground. We'll hit it later on, okay? See, these are the early days of Rogan uh, getting introduced by Eddie Bravo. <laughs> that motherfucker look like Justin Long <laughs> with a beard. I can't sit Indian style. Only motherfuckers that stretch and yeah. do karate can do that shit. Oh, well, that's Eddie Bravo for sure. Wow, he had a lot of hair. Yeah. He looks like the dude from Hoobastank. Do you know who that is? Uh, no. It's a band. You should look up Hoobastank. They <laughs> sing that, uh, do host. Do host me. No. Look at this. No. Eddie Bravo had a set of fucking hair. Yo, he looks baller like that. He looks like he's going to fucking eat you like in Lost Boys. Like he's going to bite into your fucking Seriously. neck. You should look up. A, what? He didn't really start smoking weed till his 30s? Yeah. I mean, that's cool. He was just a straight yeah. up. Yeah. Just like oh, an athlete. Edge. That's cool. That's cool. Fuck it. <laughs> that was like a rock cover. This dude will choke your life out. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> his hair is bomb. Yeah. He looks like a rock star. Yo. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> that's why we don't take bong hits on here. Because we don't want to get in trouble. All right. So, uh, Marty, what time are we at right now? I want to, I want to hour 15, uh, hour 15. Oh shit. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I rambled for an hour and 15 minutes. Here we go. What's up guys. So if you couldn't tell already, we are now doing manscaped ads. Fuck.
Welcome to our very first Manscaped ad read. Guys, I know, like you you guys know this before. We got an ad read, we got a sponsorship. We are gonna do a little commercial. We want to do cinematics. We wanna do more stuff. So yes, this could be a regular one minute ad read, but we decided to show you that little Gillette commercial bullshit going on just because it was fun. You guys have been following us for a long time. So for us to actually get a brand, an actual good brand that I've seen before, I know this brand on every other podcast. So thank you guys for making that possible. That doesn't happen without the fans, the interaction, the numbers, the, the views. So thank you guys for letting this be possible. So if you don't know what this is, this is for pubic hair, basically. Uh, let me break it down for you. For all the dudes out there that like advertisement that's directly fucking hilarious, this is it. When I open the box, it says, your balls will thank you. That is some shit that I can relate to. That is fucking funny. So we're doing a trial campaign with Manscaped. We're just doing it because we're such a brand new company that they can't fully give us a, you know, a whole contract. So this is what I need from you guys. If you want to support the podcast and you want to make your girlfriend a little bit happier, I need you guys to click the link in the description. That is to Manscaped. Use our code. Our code is Y-O-L-A. It's YOLA. Use that code. You get 20% off and free shipping. It doesn't get any fucking better than that, guys. Click that link. Help us out. If you were going to buy this shit already, now's the time. Use our code. Help us out. That'd be fucking awesome. And how odd, Marty. Right before, right before we started this ad, I called my friend Justin and I showed him, oh, we're doing a Manscaped ad. He goes, what? I'm about to buy Manscaped right now because I nicked my fucking balls the other day and I said, never again. He's like, I saw dad on the TV. And I said, I'm buying that shit. And he asked me for the code. The code's Yola. So organically, we already got our first fucking sale. So. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for our first ad read slash commercial. It was fun as fuck to film. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this. Manscaped, shout out to you for supporting the podcast. Thank you guys so much for watching. Back to the episode. Ready? I'm going to tell the story. I wanted to tell the story for you, and that's why we brought it up earlier about my mom. So, you guys, if you don't know story time, get fucking ready, because this is about to get wild. And this is a couple stories in one. So, here we go. <sighs> Sicily, 1942. God, I'm, I fucking Golden Girls is such a good movie. All right, ready? I was like 15 years old, right? Uh, my mom, I know people are like, you shouldn't talk about your mother like that. Well, maybe you shouldn't talk about your mother like that. All right? My mom was a fucking bitch when I was younger. She was a dickhead, asshole, piece of shit jerk to me. Not all the time. And I know she's there watching. She watches all the podcasts. I know, Mom. She's texting me right now. I already know she texts me. You're a fucking dick. Hey, you should, you're lucky. You're lucky that's all I say. And that's all I do is talk shit about the facts that happen, motherfucker. I'm not elaborate. I'm not like embellishing shit. This is exactly what happened. You know. And as soon as she gets mad, she starts changing the subject and go, don't change the subject, Tommy. Shut up. All those years <laughs> she was being a dick. Never in her wildest dreams <laughs> did she imagine. <laughs> I feel evil and petty and I love it. If like, all right, you know what? That's the payback. I get to talk about it to earth. Everybody gets to know your wrongdoings. It's a life lesson. Be nice turn, to your folks. kids. Don't talk shit to girls at school. If you don't know who their dads might check you. What else do we learn today? Don't sign your way to life away to the devil like Lil Nas. Um and don't be racist. It's a pretty wholesome podcast. Yeah, it's a pretty good podcast. No devil, no racism. Talk shit about your mom if you want. Sat here and did an ode to this butterfly for a good 20 minutes. Oh, that was so sad. Oh, let's get back to the story. That was sad. That was sad. I feel bad. Here we go. Damn it, Marty. All right. At this time, my mom was a dickhead. I was 15. I really did not want to go to school. I get it. She has every right to be upset with me about the school thing. Right. When I was younger, my mom, my dad got 
they were never married. They were they broke up when I was like three, four. So my mom dated different people here and people that you were the white supremacist asked. Well, I almost said his name. One day I'm a fuck up. We're gonna have to bleep that shit out. I almost said his name. My stepdad. You guys have heard that story. Well, you guys probably haven't heard that story. Mom was married to a white supremacist for a while, and it's really fucking stupid. And I know it sounds dumb, but it's real. We, we they did just hear this last episode. Yeah, they didn't hear about it all. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, boyfriend here, boyfriend there. As I got older, you know, you right now, motherfucker. If you're at home right now and you can, you can like relate to this you feel me so much right now when you're younger and your dad's not there and your mom starts dating somebody this is the look you give anybody she dates what's up man once you start getting a little older like what's up what's your name <laughs> like that's how you feel like do i have to whoop your ass and when i was younger when i was younger dude i was rocked out i was a fat kid but i was strong as shit we've been over this. I was in the weightlifting competition type kid. I was a little fucker. Anyway, uh, my mom was dating people. Real cool. There's this black dude. His name was Rent. I don't know why his name was Rent. His name was a huge long name, but his nickname was Rent. And I go, that's a really dumb name. And then we were watching the Simpsons episode and, and Homer's like, that's only like with losers that have a cat and live in a one bedroom apartment by themselves. And he had a one bedroom apartment and he only lived with this cat. And I felt so bad. I was like, he's not a loser. He's nice. But he just felt hella stupid because my mom laughed in his face. Anyway, mom dated that guy, totaled his car on the way to the casino and I think they just never talked again um my mom dated a bunch of different dudes and I was getting older so like I said every time someone walks in you're like who's this motherfucker all right man what's your name yeah cool yeah yeah you like sports yeah don't try to relate to me man date my mom don't try to get cool with me so creepy I fucking like, hate that shit here's you to skip my mind, especially when Ugh. it's like the second dude, the third dude. Ugh, Ugh. I hated it. I did not go through this shit, but I can. You're imagine. lucky, man. It's the worst. And for every boy out there, girls, it's bad too. For every boy out there, you guys fucking feel me. It is like <sighs> on some baby boy I shit. I was just going to say. <laughs> Except being Reigns ain't dating my mom, and I will fuck up yeah. any motherfucker that dated <laughs> my mom back then. So it's like I was a kid. I was like 11, so I'm like, oh, all right, fuck you. Uh, you're nice until they proved me wrong until they didn't admit you know what i mean unless you were cool i didn't fuck with you and uh my mom started dating this dude named jimbo and he's a little fucking bitch and he's a bitch there's a bunch of shit he did that i didn't know about until i got older and i'm like what the fuck i would have knocked that fool on his ass right then and there anyway he might be a really nice person and my mom was a dick to him so i can't hold it against him i don't know the situation but back then he was for to me i was like fuck this fool um, you know what? Let me let me revert real quick. A month. Let me go back two weeks prior, mom. Yeah, I'm put, I'm airing your shit. Out. I don't give a fuck. My mom. A guy walks in the house and I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" It's just me, my sister, and my little brother Rocco. He was a year old at the time. Well, who the fuck is this nerd? That's why I thought like you fucking nerd. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that, but he walked in and just his vibe. I was like. I'm going to push you on the ground. <laughs> I was like 13, right? I was like 13 years old. I was a kid. Uh, no, I was 14. I was 14. I was smoking weed already. Yep, it was 14. It was the story time where I smoked joint and fell asleep. Yeah, I was like 14 going on 15. And this guy walks in, and then my mom walks in a couple seconds after. So that's why I was like, who the fuck are you walking in the house? But my mom was with him, but I didn't see her at the time because she was still coming around the corner. Still, it's not your house. Let the person that lives there open the door. 
I get it. Maybe he's trying to be nice and cordial. Like, oh, here, open the door for you. Who's this fucking kid? Anyway, I walked in like, what's up, man? Who are you? And my mom introduced him to me. He tried to be like, oh, hi, man. I'm like, okay, at least you're trying to be nice. I never hold that against a guy. You're trying to be nice. I get it. I get it. Right now, you might be dating somebody and their son's doing that to you. You fucking deserve it, all right? This is the situation you're getting in. Bear through it if you're serious, all right? You have to pass the test. 30 seconds in. Marty, look at me real quick. You ready? You ready? Uh-huh. Are you ready for what this man told me? All right. Hell yeah. I knew your mom. I knew your mom in high school. Like we were friends. My mom goes, yeah, that's my mom's thing. I've known him forever. That doesn't fucking matter. I don't care. Sorry. The reason I'm saying that is because like, yo, can you just stop bringing him to the house? Just stop introducing dudes I don't know in my fucking living room where I'm trying to chill with my little brother and shit. Like, I don't want these strangers in the fucking house, bitch. Go on it. Go on a date. Go on a date. Go to his house. If you get killed, get killed at his house. Don't get fucking killed with my little brother here. Like I had no, I had no fucking heart for my mom back then. I was like, if you're gonna get kidnapped, get kidnapped outside the house so my little brother doesn't get kidnapped too. Like that was my only thing. Like Rocco, you good? I don't give a fuck what happens to you. That's how I felt back then. Cause me and her were just like, I could see why my dad and her used to fist fight. All right, I could see why my dad used to go, hey, gah, and punch my mom. I'm not, I'm not saying beat your wife in any way. It's just my funny way of Things going, up going about it. Like, you, I would never punch my mom, but as she said stuff to me, I go, oh, my dad's got a short temper than me. I could see why you guys were fist fighting each other because that was mean. Why would you act like that? Like, I'm 15, 14. I'm telling you, like, act your fucking age. So anyway, let's go off the topic of my dad and domestic abuse and me okaying it, which I'm not doing. All right. I asked her, can you not bring guys to the house? She did it multiple times. Like, yo, can you stop introducing random man? Random. It wasn't all the time. My mom's not a hoe or anything. It was just like a, like three. She would go on like three different dates like every couple months in that time. Like not a lot. I get it. She was younger. I get it. Her kids are now old enough to where they can watch the baby. And she's like, okay, cool. Also, <laughs> you won't even get into that. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I'm there. And the guy, 30 seconds in, Marty, you ready for what he tells me? All right. He goes, hey, I knew your mom in high school. Yeah, we're friends. Your dad beat the fuck out of me. <laughs> that doesn't make you feel a lot better. No, because, yeah, your dad beat the fuck out of me. And I wanted to go, yo, that's me too. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. Like the way he said it, he was just like, yeah, your dad beat my ass. Like, no way. Chest bump. Like he thought that was going to like make us gonna bond. bond. Yeah, your dad beat the fuck out of me, me and I too. and I no, nah, hell, my dad never fucking did that shit. And then I go, huh? And my mom is standing there like, <laughs> excuse me, like, oh, they're getting along, like, bitch. What's his name? <laughs> what's this man's name that's telling me my my dad beat the fuck out of him? So that used to be my mom's friend, like of like sixteen candles or period pink. She was his like that was Ducky, right? But he liked my mom. So he would hit on my mom subtly. And my dad picked up on that shit. And my dad caught him alone at the mall with my mom just walking around before cell phones. So my dad just sees my mom with this dude that he knows tries to hit on my mom. And my dad mopped his ass in the mall, Marty, in front of everybody. And security didn't stop it. Mm. They just let my dad beat this man's ass. 
Said, yeah, your dad beat the fuck out of me. Yeah, like I was, and he's like explaining, like, yeah, he fucked me up. I was and I'm like, like, why are you so proud of this, man? Screw, <laughs> let it go down. Why are you telling his son that's looking at you like this, <laughs> looking like the same age that you got your ass whooped by his dad? <laughs> My dad was only a year older at the time. Like, <laughs> dude, he said it like. Yeah, I got like a 450, like big SS supercharger yeah. in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, your dad, yeah, he, walked in, he molested me too. Like, damn, what else happened? You just let my dad beat the shit out of you. Anyway, 20 years later, 15 years later, here he comes to try to date my fucking mom. So, didn't learn his goddamn he lesson. He didn't learn his fucking lesson, all right? Didn't learn his fucking lesson at all. Um, I just like, okay, cool. And I went in my room. Next morning, I come out, and my mom and that fucking dude are on the living room, like a makeshift bed. Like, this motherfucker slept at the house, and I see my little brother asleep. He's like a year old, asleep next to my mom. And I just see this dude with no fucking shirt. I see my mom, I see my little brother, and I just like stomp this motherfucker out. But it's not his fault. That's why I couldn't do it. It's not his fault. He he finally gets to date the girl he was in love with in high school. The guy that used to whoop his ass is no longer in the picture. He won. He won. He won. He won. Right? But I, now but he's got to deal with your ma, though. Not even that. I I was like that. Hulkamania. I didn't know what to do because I was like, Bruce Lee, drop, kick his ass, jump up and crush him. Do something. And I'm like, yo, it's not his fault, though. High five, bro. For you. I guess. Ugh. But like in a sense of a movie, like the nerd finally won. He got to like spend the night at the girl he's always loves uh, house type shit. Fuck you, mom. First off, for bringing some fucking man, you fucking dickhead. Oh, she's going to be so mad this episode. And then uh, my mom wakes up as I'm I'm shaking and shit. My mom wakes up, looks at me, goes, uh, and as she talks, go. And I just walked to my room and that was what started the downfall. I remember I wasn't mad that he was there. I was mad that my little brother was right there. Mm. I was fucking heated, actually. I, I didn't know what to do. I just wanted to, like, I'm going to kick both of you motherfuckers and pick his ass up and go to the other room. I was just mad. Like, don't expose my little brother to this shit. He doesn't even know his ass. Why the fuck is he here? Go to his house, bitch. I'll watch him. Yeah. Right? I was trying to be like, I'll be responsible for you. Go. Anyway, that's what started the downfall. And then real soon after that, she started dating this guy named Jimbo. Whether uh, he's a bitch, he's a bitch. He did some dumb shit. Anyway, he did some dumb shit to my Uncle John. I didn't know about till ten years later. I'm like, oh, I would have fucking killed that motherfucker. Anyway, it's some stupid shit. She started dating that guy, and I asked her, "Mom, please stop bringing people over here." I even asked her, "Don't bring people over here." And, and walks this fucking dude day later with her, and I go, "Come on, man, you can't just go on a date somewhere. You have to bring him here." And he walked in to shake my hand. I go, bro, it's not even your fault, but fuck, like, don't. <laughs> oh, care package, some hate. <laughs> They're dropping off a lot of hate and <laughs> and rage. So he walks in. I'm like, yeah, it's not even your fault, man, but no, nah, I'm good. And I just like walked away. My mom's all, you better be fucking respectful. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I remember I cussed and she didn't beat my ass. And that's when I knew like, this is the turning point. You just slipped up. Yeah, I said some shit to you and you didn't bomb on me because you're trying to be look like you don't fucking whoop my ass in front of your new boyfriend. I've known him forever. I knew him in high school. <laughs> Bitch. Fucking Facebook and MySpace. This is what you guys did. Coco, Coco Space or whatever. My mom used to use that dumbass dating app. And I remember like, 
<laughs> Yo, this is pissing me off. She's gonna hate me. <laughs> She's going to hate this so much. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, it's all leading up to this. You guys ready? Damn, that was like 25 minutes of lead up to just to start my story. God. God. They call I'm it so the anti-hero. You painted the whole picture. Oh, God. Here we go. You ready? I, uh, it was a hot, Sicily, 1942. It was a hot ass day. And my mom's on mowing the lawn. So I said, okay, because I listened to my mom. <laughs> I go outside, lawnmower will not start. I'm strong as shit. I pull that motherfucker 32 times. Nothing happens. I check the gas, check the oil. We're all good. Nothing's working. I leave the lawnmower out there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to leave it out there. So when she gets home, she sees that I tried. She starts like screaming at me right away. And I can explain that it's not working. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to take the precautions of like, let's, let's be preempt. Like, what do you call it? Preemptive, yeah. right? Preemptive. Yep. Damn, why my brain just like. How do you say it? <laughs> uh, and uh, you're like a foreigner there. How you say? Uh, how you say? Uh, <laughs> nice to meet you. And I, I do all that, and my mom storms in the fucking house an hour later, screaming at me, and she's more mad than normal. I think it's because I got so pissed that she was bringing that fucking dude and embarrassed her ass. I wa also that day when I was like fuck you, and I walked to that in the room. I got some like my shoes on and I went to Joe's. I walked right out the house. She's like, you're not going anywhere. And I kept walking. That's when I knew, like, oh, you fucked up. You fucked up. You broke it. You let it go. You should have. You should have slacked. You should have smacked the fuck out of me and stabbed me right then and there in the leg just to teach me some shit. But she didn't. So it's a couple days later, the lawnmower incident happens. She walks in, starts fucking going hard, like going hard instantly, like gets up close to me, which she never really does. Like, tries to like punk me, and I looked at her like, oh, this is over. You don't know it yet, but you fucked up yesterday, all right? And uh, and I'm telling her, the lawnmower won't work. If you can get it to start, I'll do it. I can't get it to start. You're being fucking lazy. You're being fucking lazy. Go do it. Fuck you, go do it. And I went, oh shit, she's mad. And I told her, and I, I did this one, which is something you should never do to angry ass lady. I went, and I started to smile. I went, can't get it started. And I put my hands up like the international. Fuck you. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's what I did. Like, can't get it started. And I smiled. And that was the first time I showed, I didn't do this. I, I couldn't get it started. Ah! Like, like I was scared of my mom my whole life. So she saw that. And she pushed me in the chest. She goes, get out there and fucking do it. And I go, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. And she got, she started screaming at me again. And I went, all right, this is it. This is the time. Let's fucking see what happened. I started fucking like, in, internally, I was like fucking jogging and doing stretches and shit, getting ready to fucking rumble with this fucking lady inside. But outside, I'm just, if you can get being a piece of shit, I just said, fuck it. And she went, I told her, I'm not fucking doing it. And then she just went like this. She pulled her arm, her fist back. I saw her put her fist back. I went, oh, it's not open hand. She's going to punch me this time. All in slow motion. And she goes, and she punches me right here in the face with everything she got. And it did this. And my head went back. And I went, internally, I'm going to tell you guys step by step what happened. Internally, I'm like, don't get knocked out. Don't let her get knocked. Don't let her knock you. Because all I've all I've heard, seen her do is scare me to death. I think my mom's got Mike Tyson right hooks. Apparently, she's knocked my dad unconscious, right? So I'm like, okay, here it comes. Take that shit. And outside, I don't even put my hands up. I like, 
put my chin up to take it so I could show her like, fuck you. Like, I just wanted her to see like, it's over. Like my sister, when, when she fucking snatched my PlayStation to pieces, like it was it. This is the day. Now I'm talking about my mom. <laughs> I'm talking about my mom. She's scarier than my sister. Um, as she connects, boom, internally, I'm like scrambling like, no, 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 no. Are we good? Are we? Wait, we're good? What the fuck? And outside I went, are you fucking serious? I, so I yelled at her, are you fucking serious? That's it? And I thought she, she, I know she thought like, yeah, I'm serious. And I was like, that's it. And I yelled at her and all my insides were like, nah, bro, we're hundred percent good to go. Talk shit. We're no, you're not going to, you're not even fucking wobbling. Your knees are strong. And I looked at her and go, are you fucking serious? That's it. And she looked at me and she like went to swing and I put my hands up like, oh, that's it. She punched me with everything she had in her life and it didn't even move my body. It just knocked my head back a little bit. And then right when I started laughing and I go, are you serious? I would go, I was laughing like, I've always been afraid of you're going to knock me out. And that's all you fucking got. I was like, um, uh, wrestler. And this fucking Sunday, this is what the fuck we're going to do. That's what I was doing to her. You motherfucker, hit me again. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. And I was telling her, get out of my way. I'm fucking leaving. No. And she goes, get the fuck out of my house right now. And I go, get out of my way. I'll fucking leave. But she was in the way of my room. I was like, I'm getting my stuff. She goes, no, everything you have there is mine. I go, no, it's not. I bought most of that shit. And I was like, like, I bought most of that shit. And working. What the fuck? No, you didn't. It always makes me feel like yeah. a good parent hearing these stories. Yeah. Continue. Sorry. <laughs> and, and uh, oh, she's mad. And, and then I look at, she looks at me and says, you're not fucking getting anything. And I go, try to stop me. And I look down and I go, try to stop me. And I could see a look on her face of like, I'll fucking kill you. That's how she looked at me. And she stood my way and I started, started walking like this. And she, I'm strong as fuck. I just started walking like some Simpson shit. If you're in the way of my fist, that is your fault. That's how I felt. I just put my hands up like this. I'm like, get out of my way. Get out of my way. Are you going to stop me? Can you stop me? I went in my room. She, she got out of my way, like five feet down the hallway, screaming at me. I mean, she was screaming at me hard. And then, uh, so what happened, what happened was I got my shoes. It was a pair of Osiris's. They had red on them. I remember everything. I picked them up, put them on, got some of my clothes. I was like, fuck, man. I really wanted all my Packer stuff. She's really going to throw all my shit away. I know she's going to throw it away. That's why I kept thinking, like, she's so petty that she's, she's going to do something. I've been saving this Packer stuff my whole life. Fuck. But I couldn't take it. I only had a backpack. So I grabbed some of my stuff. <laughs> I put my backpack on. I walk out the door and she's standing at the end of the hallway. And I just start dying laughing because I'm like thinking of all the years. Uh, it's like a, um, the Home Alone when he finally realizes that the broiler downstairs is not really a monster and it's just a fucking furnace. And I'm not afraid of you anymore. That's how I felt when I saw her at the end of the driveway. Like, oh, you're just an old man that lost his daughters and talked to him like the end of Home Alone. Like, oh, you're not scary. You're just an old man. Oh, that's how I felt like, oh, you're just a lady. You can't knock me out. Fuck you. So I saw her <laughs> standing there at the back of the fucking hallway, all backlit and shit. So she all silhouette like fucking Clint Eastwood. And I walked by her. I'm just, yes, yes. And I, for some reason, I felt like I got taller. And I looked back. I'm like, 
I looked at my little brother, my Barago, and I looked at Shireen, and she was like, not on my side. And I'm thinking, bitch, one of us won, and you're not on my side? Fuck you. And I walked out the door, walked to, uh, <clears throat> I walked to Joe's, through the mud, got my shoes all muddy. I was pissed. Right behind Walmart, and, and, uh, um, Oh yeah, right behind Walmart. I can't remember the fucking street. Anyway, I walked to Joe's, and that's gonna that then that's what happened. I got kicked out. I got kicked out. I no longer live with my mom. And for the dope as usual clips channel purposes, that's the end of that story. And then I'm gonna tell you the rest of the story so we can go beep and do two separate clips because I don't want you guys having to watch a 65 minute clip. So there's 30 minute clips each. Ready? Go. This is the story after I got kicked out. All right. If you watch the full podcast, it's the same fucking story. Here we go. That way we have two thumbnails, Marty. All right. That way it's not seventy-five minute clip. Um, that was a long. That was a long clip. I didn't realize I've been talking for twenty-five minutes. So here we go. After I get kicked out, all right. It's the morning after, and I'm at Joe's. I wake up. Uh, I wonder what kind of shit I'm in. Like, I, I just she kicked me out. So I was like, no. What's what's going on? And I don't think I ever told my mom this. So, mom, you're about to hear this. You know what? Fuck you. You're lucky. You're lucky this is all that happened. All I'm gonna do is talking about the facts. Anyway, uh, my dad calls me from Oregon. My dad's already moved to Oregon at this point. And he t- he's like, your mom told me what happened. I'm like, yeah, she told you that she punched me in the face. What? Yeah, she punched me in the face and didn't do shit. I'm going, I thought you guys used to fight. I, I kind of like didn't call him out. I was like, how are you were getting knocked unconscious? What's wrong with you, dad? You got a weak ass chin. <clears throat> and then, but my dad doesn't have a weak chin. So it's like, my mom must have been a beast when she was 17, knocking motherfuckers on asleep. And, uh, oh God, here you go. Um, my dad tells me, yeah, okay. So I'm going to talk to your mom. I know she's real mad. Two days go by. I'm at Joe's. I don't even go to school because I know they're going to pick me up at school and I'm going to get in trouble. I just didn't want to know where I was at. Two days later, my dad calls me and says, hey, I'm on my way down there. I'm like, for what? The fuck? <laughs> like, for what, man? And he goes, yeah, I'm going to pick you up. I go, yeah, you're going to pick me up. Like me, I'm like, you're not going to pick me up. What are you talking about? You're driving from Oregon because me and my mom are fighting. He goes, no, no, no. Uh, I'm going to take custody of you. And I just started busting up like, yeah, fucking right now. Right when I have all my friends and I got a good clientele of people I'm selling weed to, motherfucker. Yeah, right. And uh, he goes, yeah, yeah, um, I'm, you're going to we're going to come to Oregon. I go, dad, you should stop driving right now. You're not I'm not getting in your truck. You're going to have to drag me into your truck. I'm never fucking moving with you. And I, I said fucking moving with you. And he goes, Thomas, I don't know what you think is going to happen, but I'm going to get you into that truck and you're coming to Portland with me. And I go, Dad, I don't know what you think is going to happen. I know you're stuck. I know my dad's stubborn. He doesn't understand the level, the level of if I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it that I have in my heart. I will fucking fight you first. And I did. So this is what happened, guys. This is a... Uh, getting kicked out of my house. My mom is such a fucking asshole, right? She knew the only thing I cared about was like my homies at the time. My mom went to the courthouse and signed all her parental rights over the next day. Signed them right over to my dad without even fucking telling me, knowing that I had to move to Portland. Marty, this is what she did to me. She did it on purpose. The night that my dad said that, I went to sneak back to my mom's house to see if I could, because I have a key. I was going to sneak in the back door and get some of my shit. 
because I was I was about to not live at my grandma's. I'm not living at my dad's, not living at my mom's. Oh, you guys better find me. Like I was only going on the run. So I got all the shit that I really wanted. Like I got some of my packer shit that I knew she was gonna throw away. I put it in my backpack. It's little things. And I went there at night. It was nighttime and I jumped the fence like I always fucking did. I jumped the fence and the trash can's right there. And as I'm getting off the fence, I could see my mom in the living room through the blinds that are like barely open, right? They're barely open. Not enough like where she can, there's no light really right behind me. So I'm not backlit. So you just see a shadow of a dude creeping. I know my house. Like there's no light. Like if someone's out there, it always creep me out because I wouldn't be able to see them unless I shine my light. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no street light right behind the, the, the window in the kitchen or in the living room. So I look in, I call my mom on my cell phone. I go, she answered. I go, mom, what's going on? Dad said that he's coming to get me. Yeah. So um, I'm signing your rights. So she starts going in on me like, yeah. So you're going to have to move to Oregon. You're going to do all that. And yeah, you're no longer my, uh, under my rights. So yeah, fuck off basically. And I go, mom, why would you do that to me? What's wrong with you? I live with grandma Dolores. You did, but she knew if I live with grandma Dolores, I would be happy. And she was like, no, no, I can't knock your ass out. I'm going to fucking make you move. That's what her plan was like. All right. It's like a sore loser thing. You couldn't knock me asleep. I should have just pretended to be asleep and just stayed at my mom. <laughs> you, oh, you, you got me. Or anyway, um, she says that I'm on the phone with her. On the phone with her. She has no idea, guys, that I can see her. She had no idea. I'm looking at her. I Here's the door. I'm back here on the window on the other side of the room. I can see I could see her. She's right. Here's the door. Here's the couch. Couch comes out like this. The TV's up here. So she's almost looking at me, but like looking this way. So the, her attention is right at the TV and I'm right there. Right. So it's bright. You're not, you can't see. I know that house. You can't really see out that window. So I knew if I'm standing there, she's not going to see me. So I'm just sitting there on top of the trash can at this time. I got off the fence when I spotted her. I hopped on the trash can and I'm fucking just looking at her like, oh, Hey, and that's why I said that shit. I just want to see her reaction when I talk to her. And she's like, I can see her face like, yep. I'm like, oh, you you love this. Fuck you. And uh, I call my grandma Dolores and I tell her, she goes, I know, I know, she told me. And she's just like all sad, like, your dad's on his way here. He's gonna, I'm like, I know he's on his way here. And she's like, I know you're not going to go with him. I'm like, grandma, you know me. I am not getting in that car. Fuck no. I didn't say fuck no. I would never cuss my grandma. And, uh, you guys ready? My grandma Grace calls my, I call my grandma Grace. I call my grandma Grace, let her know what's going on. She's like, I know your dad told me. I'm like, grandma, he just got off drugs. He moved to Oregon to be, get clean. And now I got to move with his ass. And she's like, I know, I know, but it's your dad. You have to listen to him. He has all the rights. That's all I remember. She's, he has all the rights. And I'm like, oh, this bitch won. She won. You fucking bitch. And then, I call my grandma, hang up, and my grandma says, I'm going to call your mom, and I'm going to talk to her. My grandma calls, this is why I'm bringing this up, my grandma calls my mom, and I know it's her, because I can see her, and I know my grandma says she's just going to call. My mom, I can hear my mom, I can hear her talking. My mom started fake sobbing. Oh, he looked like he was going to hit me. He looked just like Elmer when he used to beat me, and like, I got, he just got to learn before he turns into a woman beater, and that's She's fake shit. sobbing, and I don't think, Mom, I don't know if you ever knew this. I was watching your ass with the TV switching colors. So I could see like the glare moving on her, and I'm just looking at her. And I'm like this, like, oh my god, no fucking way! You punched me in the face. 
you hit me. That's all I kept thinking. And she was like, yeah, so he's on his way down here. We're going to, we're going to talk about moving Thomas out of here because I don't want him to turn into one of these, one of these men. My grandma used to get beat up too by my grandpa when they were younger. So she's like trying to relate, like, you know how, how they are. And she's like, and then she's like, I, I just don't know what to do. And she goes, okay, call me back. Hangs up instantly right back to normal. No sobbing, no more fake crying, no more nothing. And I just went, whoa, I've never seen that side of you before. Holy shit. And that's when I went, I think I hate you. I think I don't like you at all anymore. And that's when I started to dislike my mom. So you guys remember I told you, like, there's a long time to talk to my mom. I didn't talk to my mom for a long time. Not because of this. It's some other shit a couple years later. But this is, this is what led to it. I remember looking at her and just like, oh, shit. You're psychotic, huh? You're going to do whatever the fuck it takes. So I didn't get my stuff because I knew she was sitting right there. I only went over there to see because I she parks in the garage. I only went over there to see if she wasn't home so I can get my shit and leave. I see that ordeal. I go back to Joe's. I tell him. He goes, bullshit. I'm like, bro, I, I just saw her turn on fake sobbing. I'm done. She's going to do whatever she wants. <laughs> like She's going to do whatever she can to get me the fuck out of here because she knows that she's pissed. Uh, I know it's a long story. Sorry, but here we go. This is what starts it. My dad calls me. Hey, I remember said, come meet me at your grandma's. And I go, dad, I know you drove this far, but I did tell you to turn around. So you wasted your time. <laughs> I told him, like, I'm sorry you wasted your time, but I'm not getting in your car. I'm not moving with you. Rights or not, I will leave. And I started saying, can I get emancipated? You have to have one parent signature. And you know, my dad ain't signing it. <laughs> my mom definitely ain't signing it. Um, I was like, let me get emancipated. I'll get a fucking job. I'll get an apartment. I was just like, please, dad. And I told my dad, like, dad, you just got fucking clean. You've never been my dad. You've never been there for me. Now you want to be there for me when I don't want you to be. This is the time I want to be with my friends. I'm going to school. And he goes, Thomas, you're becoming a liar. I was becoming a liar. I don't want you to be the same person I turned into because I used to be really, really, really good person to do drugs. I don't want to see you do the same thing that I did. You're becoming a liar. And I'm like, Dad, I'm not becoming a liar. And in my head, I'm like, damn, I was just lying to smell some shit. Shit, is he right? <laughs> I was thinking like, fuck, is he right? But um, and I told my dad, this is the time I don't want you to be a dad. Out of all the years I've been alive, you've never been there except for now when I don't want you to be. And I told you, Dad, I'm not going. And I told him, like, try to be nice about it. Like, that. I'm not going to go. I'm sorry. I can't. I'm not going to go. Just not going to happen. And he laughed. He goes, I don't think you know, but this is not a choice. And he talked to me like I talked to him. Like, yeah, we're related. <laughs> like, he, I could see him like that. This is not a choice. <laughs> my dad looks just like me. So I could see what his face is. And uh, shit, my dad was almost my age when this happened. <laughs> shit. Um. I'm, I'm a little younger, but still, um, I tell my dad, you're going to have to tackle me and put me in a car and hold me down when you pump gas, because the second you stop, I'm hopping out the car. You're going to have to chase me down and you know, I'm faster than you. And I told him like, I, you know, I'm faster than you. You're going to have to chase me down. You're going to have to call the cops. You're going to have to get people to hold me down to put me in a car. And you know what my dad did? And called the cops. My dad got there and I told him, Dad, I'm not coming. He goes, Thomas, by the morning, if you're not at grandma's, there's going to be a warrant out for you. And I told him, like, Dad, are you serious? And I, me and him were super cool. So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I was very, like, hurt by it. Like, are you fucking serious? And I was at Anthony's house and I was in there and I remember I looked at Anthony and I told him everything. He goes, fuck. And that's when I knew that it was over. 
no matter what, I was going to have a warrant. I got a warrant. Fuck that. I ain't going back. Two days I was on the fucking run. Hell no. Nah. I was literally on the run. I would sprint to wherever I was going. Remember I told you I used to do stealth mode. I used to run to bush to bush when I saw cars coming because I didn't want it to be a fucking undercover like the uh, Caprices. You know, just see some kid at night. I'm a, I'm a, you look young, under curfew, or run his name. You have a warrant out for your arrest. Like, fuck. Fuck. Um, it wasn't a warrant. It was more like a underage i don't know what he called it. he said something and i go dad you don't even know what the fuck that word means don't be throwing that shit at me i remember he said that shit and i called him the next day I go dad you should just leave man i'm not gonna do it can i get emancipated and that's what i said, kept asking kept asking and um he just started getting more upset so i finally made it all the way to sixth street if you guys know where i'm at i'm all the way past walmart way past walmart where the new development is and i get all the way to sixth street um i get to sixth street to my grandma dolores's i'm like looking around i go around the back jump the back fence go through the back door my grandma oh grandma oh my god okay i'm like your dad was just here my grandma i love my grandma dolores she's she was looking out for me she's like your dad was just here i go grandma is this real and i told her is this real she goes your mom is mad and you know we can't do anything about it because you know i don't have any rights over you and my grandma's looking at me like you're you have to go and i look at my grandma like grandma i don't want to go and she got she started tearing up and i'm like are you i have to leave now all my friends are here like i have to just go to a new school now in another state while i'm fucking nobody knows but i'm selling weed motherfucker come on you're gonna fuck up everything i just did and uh, it took me a long time <laughs> those motherfuckers are gonna have new dealers when i get back so uh, i'm like grandma fuck and then my dad pulls up right he he must have been watching me on the other side of the street or something i don't know what happened he pulled up Two minutes into me and my grandma talking. Boom. Walked in the door. I look back like, fuck. Mm, shit. I look at my dad and it's all cool still. And I'm looking. I'm pleading with him. my grandma's like asking like, can you just stay here? Uh, you can just get the rights to me. Like my grandma's trying. And I'm like, dad, are you fucking? And I'm just saying it over and over. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And then he's looking at me pissed at this point. He's like, you're getting my truck. I go, dad, I'm not getting in your truck. You're gonna have to drag me in there. And he goes, all right, hold on. He goes outside and he walks back in with two cops. There was two cops outside waiting for me because I ran. Come on, man. Come on. Big, tall ass white dude, which I saw like when I was at the gym eight years later and he was working out next to me. I go, fucking dickhead. Not your fault. He walks me outside. And he's like, this exact thing happened to me when I was young, man. I had to move my dad. My mom signed the right thing. He's like, this exact thing. Fuck you, train. Probably came from her set. Probably been driving around since this day. And I fuck, he's like, I had to do this exact same thing. And uh, you just have to do it. He's like, no matter what I did, there's no way around it. You have to go. He has the rights. You have no rights until you're 18. He's all tough it out till you're 18, man. But you have to get in that car. Or, and you have to get in the truck. My dad's pickup. And I look at the cop. I'm like, all right, man. So I go, can I go to the bathroom? And my dad goes, stand in the backyard. There's a window in the bath in the bathroom. I'm like, fuck! I was about to jump out that back window and I was gonna be gone. <laughs> I he knew me too well, man. He knew me too well. I was like, dude, that little window, fuck! And I even stood on top of the bathtub to peek, and the cop was right there. I'm like, fuck! There's nothing I can do. Right when I opened the door, the cop was right outside, right outside the fucking bathroom door. I was like, I'm in prison. So the cops leave. I tell my dad, I'm like, all right, dad. All right, we'll move. Can I get my stuff? The cops drive away. My dad's talking to me for like five minutes. 
five minutes later, I just, I book it. (laughs) 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 I ran away. I started running right where you you pulled up up earlier. I ran in between those two planters. I went between those two planters and started hooking it left toward the tree because my dad's not faster than me than I thought. My dad caught me so fucking fast. I can hear heavy ass fucking work boots I'm like no no I can hear him I can hear him and I went all right all right all right all right and I stopped and he bear hugged me like from like he's behind me and he bear hugged me and I was like fuck man I was just like fuck you and I started be I was mad I'm like fuck you dude this is some bullshit and I started going in like you never fucking been there ever always on drugs never want to be around but now you want to I was just letting him have it because I was pissed and then he goes, I don't give a fuck what you say. He squeezed me hard. He's like, you're coming to fucking Oregon with me. And then I, t- I turned around. Ugh, I'm a flexing bust out of here. Like a Pineapple Express. That's what I try to do. But I turned around and he like loosened up. I turned around and I was talking to him like this face to face. I'm like, come on, dad. Fuck. And I'm talking to him. And then, then he's like, you think you're strong, man. But you're not getting out of this. And I'm like, dad, I'm so much stronger than you. And I went, ah, nothing. I went, ah, I tried to bust out. I was benching like 260 at the time. No, no, 270 at that time. When I got to port, I was doing like three plus, but I was, I was pretty, I was pretty strong for a kid. And I remember like, whoa, this was strong. <laughs> there ain't no fucking way I'm getting out of here. And the cop, I guess he had like told him to stay around, but the motherfuckers were still there a couple blocks away and they were like circling the blocks my dad had a feeling <laughs> he knew better maybe he did this when he was younger i don't know but my dad is is there and i'm trying to get out as hard as i can guys as hard as i possibly can i'm trying to wiggle out of this fucking death grip and let me light this motherfucker up yeah i've been talking forever sorry and he's just talking shit to me like you're not getting out of this i'm stronger than you and i kept going no you're not would try to get out because I knew I was strong. I tried to like do the old body weight uh, and dip out from under it. Nothing would work. He had me. He was not letting my ass go. He finally caught me. So remember, this is two days of him trying to find me. Two days of him driving around town, going to friends' houses, trying to find me. All right. So here we go. The cop rolls around by the armory and it's coming toward us but like he's not looking at it he's not coming toward us we're here street goes next to us and takes a left he's on the far end of the army he could see us if he just takes a left and looks but if he takes a left he's gonna see us in about 20 seconds my dad sees him and just goes hey and puts his arm up and waves and the second he is like the, the second he released a little i slipped out that bitch started running I started running down the street and by, and I had a couple seconds. I had like the movement on him. So I burned him. I was burning him because he wasn't trying to catch up to me. He was like running behind me and pointing at me, yelling at the cops. And I can see his light go on. I went, fuck. My homie, well, my, he used to be my homie. Ramon lives at the end of the block. And I know there's like a little duplex next door and nobody lives there. But in the back of Ramon's backyard, I can get there into the backyard. I can get to the backyard of that duplex. So the cop is coming around. I have at least a six second lead on these motherfuckers, right? Cop, even if you wanted to burn out and smash, go 80, he's still got to take a complete 90 degree angle turn. He's not going to slide around the corner to catch a teenager. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right, cool. I can hear my dad. There he is. There he is. He just turned. I can hear my dad yelling. And the whole time, I'm like, you're a little bitch. 
fuck. And because you're faster than me and you're stronger. Fuck you. And I took the left. I took the right. And they thought like they were going to catch me right there. I took a right and I just jumped over the fence. I don't care what was behind it or if someone lived there. I just jumped over the nearest fence like uh, high jumped it like in the Olympics. Hip on the top and I flip myself over. You guys know what I'm talking about. Like uh, you jump, you get your hips as high as you can. You hit that fence top and flip. I just landed and laid flat. And then three or four seconds later, I could hear my dad, where'd he go? And I heard the cop, we're going to find him. Don't worry. Whoop. Put his his uh, his little siren, not like the full siren, but he did that little boop. You know what I'm talking about, Marty. <laughs> and I could hear him like, and I could hear my dad, motherfucker. Like he was pissed. And I could hear the work boots. And I could hear him. I could hear him. I can hear the sirens. I'm laying flat, laying fucking vampire style, just. Fuck, 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 fuck. It's like, it's like Friday when they're in the pickup truck. Yes, exactly what I'm doing, but in weeds. Yeah. Right. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Three minutes goes by. I can hear my dad. You better come out now. I can hear my dad like I'm a fucking fugitive. And I can look through the fence crack and I can see my dad. And I can see, I remember what he was wearing and everything. I could see him go like that, stop and talk to the cop. And the cop took off. My dad started walking back toward my grandma's. And I knew, like, okay, they're going to go to another spot. They think they lost me for now. I lay there for fucking 30 minutes. I don't give a fuck with my dad. I don't give a fuck. I, I, he's a ninja, apparently, because he caught me twice that day. I mean, he bear hugged me. I thought I was going to get out. Nope. And then uh, that's what happened right there. 30 minutes later, I started just trekking back to Joe's. But this is where the Warriors comes out. I have to look out for cops. I have to look out for my dad. I have to look out for uh, anybody he might be having to look for me. My dad's got a white pickup at the time, and it's very distinctive pickup, right? So I'm just looking for the grill. All I'm looking for is the grill and the headlights uh, coming at me in the streets, right? So I have to run through the fucking ghetto, right? Like warrior shit. I have to run through the ghetto to the outskirts of town because Joe, Joe lives by the country. But I have to go down the one single highway that's like a mile and a half long. So I have to book it, book it. So my decision was... I'm going to run straight to my Uncle John's, the one from the story times. I'm going to run straight to my Uncle John, Aunt Pepper's house, tell him what's going on. <laughs> I get to the Chevron gas station about a mile from my grandma's, and I see my dad's truck. I'm like, no fucking way. And it comes by me, and it's not my dad. Same fucking truck, guys. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I started just sprinting all the way to my Uncle John's right by, by past Rollerland. We were just talking about Rollerland. I passed Rollerland uh, 24th Street, like 1114 or something, 24th Street, West 24th Street. I get there, and my Uncle John's right by his patio. We were doing all the, the coke from all the story times, right by his patio. And I knock on the door, and he comes out like, Thomas. I go, John, my dad's like, I know your dad was just here. He's just like, where hasn't he been? Where is he? I feel like fucking uh, what was it? Candyman's after me, dude. Everywhere I can think of, he's already there. And then I talked to my Uncle John. I'm like, dude, he's chasing me. He's like, I know. He said you just ran away from him in the cop. I'm like, John, what the fuck do I do? He goes, Thomas, you know you can't stay here because he's gonna come back, and he knows I'm way faster than him. Uncle John used to be fast for having a guy with a big gut. That motherfucker can run so fucking violently fast. And in flip-flops all right in flip-flops so <laughs> he goes thomas you know that's a lie if i say i saw you and you ran away from me because he know i can catch you and i go yeah and he goes so this is what's gonna happen i'm gonna say you jumped away into the creek I go, okay that's that's tight that's cool <laughs> and he goes 
if he sees me, because he might be watching me right now. That's what he says. If he might be watching us right now, because we're right by the tra- the railroad tracks. Says some jeepers creepers shit. I feel him. That's how it was for my dad. Like, yo, my dad turned into a fucking vigilante the second he got those papers signed to his ass. Like, After being a deadbeat dad the whole time. He was ne- yeah, he wasn't crazy. a deadbeat dad. He was just he wasn't. He was just on drugs, and he wasn't there when he was supposed to be. I'd be waiting like nine ten hours on his friday to pick us up and be like pick us up at two i'm sitting there by the door till fucking 11 30 at night and be like oh he's coming tomorrow and then it wouldn't show up and then be like next weekend like i waited by the door for a weekend waiting for your ass i did that for five years so that's what i mean by you weren't even there motherfucker so <laughs> i told my uncle john what happened because i know he told me and he goes here my uncle john goes in the fucking camel non-filters you guys know that soft pack he goes bang he's like 10 secrets he goes take these and he gives me a little bit like pinch of weed he had he goes here you gotta go because he's coming back i know he's coming back and i go john thank you thank you and he gave me a lighter too because i know a lighter because i left my backpack i didn't know my dad was gonna bust into my grandma's i was having a conversation with my bag on the ground and she came with cops so when i went outside to run i didn't have my backpack yet so i was fucked i had nothing my bag or shit all my extra clothes was in that backpack i'm hoofing it right so he goes, here you go, man. I'm like, John, thank you. <laughs> and I started walking down the railroad tracks, guys. And uh, he only said, you're going to jump in the, r- in the river if your dad comes, though, because he know I can catch you. And he's going to know I helped you. <laughs> All right. I'll take that. And I walked to the cigs. I started power smoking cigarettes. I used to smoke hella cigarettes. And I go to Joe's. And I let him know what's going on. I call my dad one more time. I'm like, dad. He goes, where the fuck are you? That's what he said. Like, I have been looking for you. (laughs) Like, I could tell he was mad. And I go, Dad, you're not going to catch me. It's just not going to happen. You had me, and you're still not going to catch me, Dad. You had the cops with you, and you're not going to get me. And I told him, he's like, Thomas, you're never going to be able to go to school. You can't get your license. You are going to have a warrant. You are on the run. You are under, you are, he said, you belong to me, basically, I go, Dad, come on, man. Because I knew I was fucking like, come on. Like, I was trying to plead, like, give me emancipate. Like, I was just over, over and over and over. And that night I went to bed, like, fuck, I know it's over. Next morning, I just walked to my grandma Grace's. My dad was already there. Just walked to my grandma's. He was already there. His truck was packed. Didn't say a word. I just sat in the passenger seat. Just like that. Right at the passenger seat, like, that's it. He saw me, he didn't say anything, just got in the car, started it. We drove to my mom's house so I could pick up the rest of my clothes and shit. I let my mom have it. <laughs> she was there and goes, hey, yeah, by the way, yeah, fake sobbing, yeah, real good. She goes, what? And I left it like, yeah, I fucking saw you. And that's all I said. She went, huh? So yeah, mom, that's what I meant by that, that day. <laughs> she didn't know I knew. So I went and got my stuff and I walked by her like, I was mad. I was acting like my mom was not like an enemy. And I was pissed. I shouldn't act like that. She shouldn't act like that. Anyway, I look at her like, if it was an anime, I would have flicked my cig. That's how I felt. Like, fuck you. And I got in the car. Didn't say one single word to my dad the entire trip. Didn't eat. Didn't acknowledge. Didn't do anything. I was just staring straight, like trying not to grind my teeth because I was so fucking mad. I didn't eat the whole way. He's like, Thomas, you have to fucking eat something, man. It's been like 10 hours. I didn't say anything. 
you don't have to talk to me. You don't have to talk to me, but you live with me now. And I just staring straight. Just like, you motherfucker. I don't want to move. <laughs> like I was mad. And then, um, we got almost to Portland and he went to go get gas. And I went, Oh my God, thank God. Cause he, every time he was just getting gas and pumping it right there. And I just wanted to, I wanted him to know that I was fucking mad. Like, don't talk to me. But this time the card didn't work. Right when we got to Oregon, the card reader didn't work. She so had to go inside. I went, thank God. And I started eating shit. I'm like, I'm so fucking hungry. I'm so fucking hungry. So I started eating shit. I was scarfing it down because I didn't want him to know that I was hungry. I wanted him to know I was, you know what I mean? I was being petty as fuck. And I remember I was, I was eating shit and he started coming back. And I just stopped. And he got in. He goes, where's my sandwich at? And say shit. And he looked at me and I go, fuck, I didn't realize I ate your sandwich. <laughs> so he knew automatically that I ate his, I didn't want him, I wanted him to be like, he didn't eat, he didn't drink water, he didn't go to the bathroom, he didn't talk to me. Fuck, he's mad. I just wanted him to get the vibe like, yeah, send me back, fool. Because I didn't talk to my dad for a week. After I moved there, I didn't talk to my dad for a fuck. I was so heated. And then I came to more of the realization like, okay, you've never had a son basically before. I get it now. Like you want, you're clean, you want to. You want to help? I get it, but fuck off. Don't be taking me away from my friends like that. And that, guys, is the getting kicked out and moving to Oregon story. It's quite long. God damn. It's quite long. How long did it last? I stayed there for like seven, eight months. And then I moved back there right when I turned, uh, right when I graduated high school, I moved back to Oregon because I realized, like, yo, Oregon's a shit. I can make money out here. There's no sales tax. I smoke weed. And um, that only lasted for like, Eight months again, a year maybe at that. I didn't like Oregon anymore. Yeah, I completely forgot we're doing a podcast. <laughs> I was just talking and I was about to say, "Yeah, I'm fucking tired, man." Oh my Jesus god, I'm crazy. burnt. I have dreams like that. That was like a that reminded me. I'm realizing I have high intense suspense, action packed dreams like this. That shit sucked. That man. shit was just a fucking regular day. Yeah, that's the same house that me and my uncle John smoke crack at. But it's not, not on purpose. <laughs> not on purpose. We accidentally smoke crack. And I know you're like, yeah, you accidentally smoke crack. Because we we're trying to smoke coke. <laughs> it turned out to be crack. Fine line. It was dark. <laughs> I was just crushing up a rock. You know, cocaine has rocks too, right? Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, we're two hours in talking about some... <laughs> talking about life. Drugs, problems, accomplishments. <laughs> These were definitely problems and drugs. So, uh, yeah, guys, I moved. That, that was me getting kicked out. And then uh, I moved back with my mom. She's like, all right, you can come back home. Like nine, ten months later when my grades were top notch. I'm not dissing Oregon while dissing Oregon. Your education system is fucking stupid. You're letting kids get away with murder. The most advanced thing was chemistry. That's the most advanced fucking class you could take at that high school. That's a requirement down here. You don't have to even pass your classes, Marty. If you one essay a year. Per grade, if it meets the requirements of the state, you pass that grade, whether you have Fs or not. Mm. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? So all I had was electives when I moved to Oregon because I knew I was moving back to California someday before I graduate. I go, I'm not taking your requirements. I'm just going to take the electives. So I had art and weightlifting. That's all I had. Art, weightlifting for the second half I was there, but then I had regular school before. But it was sick. Oregon's awesome. They treat everybody like they're dumb. It's easy to pass school. <laughs> I'm with it. Dude, what the fuck were you? That was a long ass talk. 
Man, that was an intense story. I'm sorry. <laughs> For everybody driving yeah. out there going, damn, this motherfucker won't get on. Stay on topic. I know. And that's my bad. Well, there really is no topic. I mean, well, I was just, I'm just getting kicked out. Yeah. That was an intense story. That was my dad. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. My uncle was, say you ran into the creek. <laughs> my uncle was so down. <laughs> he was so down for that one, dude. <laughs> um, okay. I think that's about it, man. Do you have, you, you have anything you want to add? <laughs> we're over two hours in. And I was like, yo, let's just do an hour today. Because, you know, we got to do other stuff. And it's two hours in. Fuck. Um, I think that was it. It's those bong rips that got me high and started making me ranty. Rant OG. I got to make that strain, there dude. Rant OG. Why? Because you'll never stop talking. I love it. Yeah, I, I need to stop smoking so much indica on this show. You can hear me like, just fucking like, yeah, bro. <laughs> I just turned a poly short. Um, yeah, I think that's everything, man. We we we're just busy. We're just fucking busy. I'm about to go home and edit right now. Yeah, we're about to. It's about to be edit city. It already has been deep fucking edit city. But Marty went three days strong on that Jessica Peluso uh, episode, and YouTube decided to fuck us and take. 14 hours to upload <laughs> you rushed for nothing i was you know i was rushing for like five days straight because i going into that paul there's a video, lot of overloads already rushing and then just it was like sometimes when you do this you battle technical things sometimes things just go wrong but sometimes it's just a lot and not everything goes right but it's still just a lot yep a lot of overlays in the last episode it was awesome yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, I think that's a, I think that's about it. We uh, today we talked about racism, Marty killing fucking innocent ass butterflies on purpose. No butterfly, look at me stupid again. Ooh, you know what? He, I I saw him. I saw him look at you wrong. Yo, Marty, you Marty sent me the best picture ever the other day. <laughs> he sent me a picture of him for his first mixtape cover, the behind the scenes. Wait, no, that was the picture you kept, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was the actual picture. Yeah. Yo, it was real good. <laughs> I love seeing it going, Marty. You were just a kid because you would never. Out there. Yeah, you were a kid back then. That shit was funny. Yeah, we're gonna have to make a little montage. Got that right there, the just to let kids know what can happen. There's a fucking picture, of Marty. Marty sends me random pictures, no context. <laughs> just of him when he was younger. He sent me a picture like a couple weeks ago. It's like it's him. I maybe I talked about this. It's him, hella just tall T, with like. Nine dudes. He's the only white dude in the whole fucking picture. Everyone looks hood as fuck. All their shirts are past their knees and they all have matching shirts. And it says, What you eat don't make me shit. <laughs> and Marty's standing there on the side. All tough. All tough. Did you design that shirt? I mean, it was just text, but yeah. You did it, huh? Yeah, yeah. You were always the guy. <laughs> yeah, that was my boy's idea, but yeah. Oh, dude, but yeah, that's Marty, man. I love seeing when we those got throwback. pulled over, and that whole story that I told earlier, it was picking up those tees. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we got them from the flea market and stopped. No, there back. yeah. That is fucking comedy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's even better. You got pulled over to make these shirts, man. We got a he got his ass said. touched. We're like, no, nah, we just went to the flea market. We're just getting t-shirts. We just and they still searched you. Yeah, but I think that's why they let us go though, because it was like a legit excuse. I mean, but still, it's also illegal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Marty's. Uh, I can't. Yo, yo, you should frame those and put them around your house so your kids go know where you came from, uh -huh. motherfucker. This is Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> 
walk <laughs> no, they don't. Ranting. Do you? Yeah, pretty, uh, kinda. Yeah, I, would I say can only so. imagine yeah, when Mario's yeah, at home. These motherfuckers around this block, y'all stalked him for two days, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Marty just turns into a different person I when he came out here. Games and shit when I yep. go home to my kids. Yeah, we're gonna get some hard motherfuckers with the blowtorch to come over here on his ass. <laughs> Pair of pliers and a blowtorch. <laughs> Damn, that was a fucked up scene, Paul Fisher. Uh, yeah, so um, we still try to end it and didn't even end it. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. This doesn't even feel like we're ending the podcast. I feel like we just can keep going forever, but it's, I think we should wrap this one up. I don't want to give away, more yeah, I don't yeah, give away yeah, too yeah. much, man, because there's so much more that happened after that story when I moved to Oregon. Technically, podcasts are like an hour and some change, so we just try to over-deliver. Yeah, we're just trying to have fun, all right? I just want you guys to not be bored. So uh, I'll give you the rest of what happened when I moved to Pleasantville uh, in Oregon, basically, and I was the only brown kid. And then I found other brown kids, and then they shunned me because I was a not a Spanish speaker. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. I'll tell you guys the rest of what happened. I got shunned. <laughs> all right. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. This is uh, this has been fun. Go check out pushtrees.com. All right? I forget to say that. Go check out pushtrees.com. We can say whatever we want, huh? Wait, no, it's YouTube still, so we might get in trouble. Go check out pushtrees.com. We got a lot of shirts. Stuff you may or may not be able to smoke out of. Couple hats. Couple hats, ashtrays. Oh, you're sorry. Pencil trays. Fucking YouTube. Always censoring motherfuckers, man. So, guys, go check out pushtrees.com. But most of all, dopeazola.com. Check it out. It's the home of the podcast for push trees. Every single thing. You can shop there. You can do whatever you want. Sign up to be a member. Get newsletters. Get early release. Everything that you want to do with the podcast, with dopeazola stuff, with push trees, go to dopeazola.com. Also, dopeasusualpodcast.com. You can click that if you want. Right, Marty? But it goes just redirects right to our section in dopeasyola.com. Yeah, so either way, it just redirects. Yeah. But if you don't remember, go straight to dopeasyola.com. Yeah, I think that's everything, man. We have some we have some good shit coming. Oh, yeah. All of our... Uh, let's just leave it at that. We have a lot of shit dropping. We have some new stuff coming. Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for supporting. If you can remember to do that, hit the like button. For those of you in the chat, appreciate you guys for hanging out in the chat this long. Been over two hours. You guys are still here. Thank you so much. Um... Yeah, I think I'm going to end it. For everyone driving, please be safe. Have a good day. April's coming. It's the first 420 after the shittiest. Everybody waited 20 years to do 42020, and it was quarantined. So this is this is our 42020 this year, all right? We'll think of something fun to do, but thank you guys so much for watching. Marty from Drastic Graphics, thank Sir. you so much for being here. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. I am Dope Azola. Until next time, have a dope-ass day. My leg hurts. I got high and forgot to like reposition my leg. And when I moved it right now, it, it did that whole God. stick thing. Yeah, it's, it's all fucking dead. Remember that one time I forgot to move my extremities? Oh!